Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I'm your host, Jason the Angry Wargamer, and we are in person because this is what we do now. I can't make it down my stairs, and then we wait a whole month, and then we finally get down the stairs, and we do it in person. And it just sounds better, so you're welcome. Quality content. <laughs> hey, going up the stairs and going down the stairs and going up the stairs and going down the stairs and going up the sideways stairs. <laughs> yeah, basically. There's been times where I've actually had to go down the stairs like sitting down like a kid. And slide all the way to the bottom and then stand up. <laughs> it's it just fucking oh, sucks, man. No, yeah, for <laughs> real, yeah. And <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to I'm filling in the like gaming room thing. So I got I got a two monitor set up now. I got a side table which I moved the tower to. I like the thing looks like something fucking awesome. Like it looks like I would be a streamer, but I'm not doing it other than just to stream onto TikTok so I can see the fucking chat. And I can figure out a way to stream. I bought an Elgato so I can stream the Switch now, too. Nice. Yeah, so it's just... But I'm not, like, a streamer. I'm just doing it to fucking hang out with people. So I've been doing it on TikTok since I figured out... You know, I just have more followers over there. But I'm going to... I might start doing them on YouTube, too, on the YouTube, on the podcast channel. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it looks cool. And then, so I was looking at buying... I, it was in the plans already to buy one of those like foam beanbag chairs. Like Love Sack doesn't, but like you have the offshoot ones where it's like just shredded up like memory foam mm-hmm. that sits in there. I don't know. They look cool and they're only like 130 or 140 bucks or whatever. Get a Snorlax variant. That's what I was thinking actually. Anyway, <laughs> it's a gaming room. Why the fuck wouldn't I put it in there? Right. So and th- so then uh, my wife was like. She's like, you're not going to have any room to move. I'm like, I just need enough room to roll into the next chair. Like, <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> I just want an overhead stream of just watching you fucking talk from one chair to another. <laughs> I mean, my, my camera is shooting down at me. So. <laughs> no, nah, it looks pretty cool. Like, um, And this is the first time I've actually had a computer like strong enough to be able to do it. And the TikTok studio takes over almost 60% of my processing power, which is insane. Like it just sucks and it runs smooth as fuck. Smooth as fuck. I'm streaming on Wi-Fi, and it's smooth as fuck. Even, even the Pokemon, like remember how you see, you see the glitches in the background when I'm running it on the computer, like through the, um, the capture card, it looks smooth. Like it's supposed to look. It's determined that it's likely that the hardware is the main reason why. Yeah. Well, these, the capture the why, capture card is doing for the very least why the frame rate is as bad as it is because they went they they did a mod uh, of Scarlet and Violet already where all they did was they umped up the the frame rate from thirty to sixty and it works beautifully. Yeah. So I have I have a four K. With me though, but like you and we all run OLEDs. Isn't the isn't the internal hardware on it better than the original? It yes, is, yeah. that should help. It does. I mean, but it's not on I don't par have... with modern gaming PCs. Oh, not even a little bit. No. Well, that's the other thing too is that the it was just an emulator version of it. But like, I'm telling you, like when I'm streaming it, like it looks like a fluid HD game. Like everything in the background is wavy, like it's supposed to be. There's no like jumping characters. Like there's nothing, and I'm like. Yeah, it's I'm the graphic. It's I'm the not graphics. People walk at ten frames per minute. Right, 
But oh, yeah, I mean, when they're far away in the background, they just look like cardboard cutouts that are shifting. It's but I've like never noticed. When you get close to them, you just start walking normally. Yeah, but that, see, that never bothered me even when I'm playing it on the handheld. Though. Because it's you just, don't give so. a shit about the NPCs, and I don't blame you. Well, oh, these I NPCs are useless anyways. Most of them don't even fucking talk to you directly. Right. Well, we might as well talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet since well, no, we, we are have to wait. We have to wait. <laughs> we have to wait. <laughs> yeah. day to day. I don't fucking know. Today the second, is the, the third. third. Yep. Yes, December third, the final month of 2022, also known as 2020 plus three. I can't count. <laughs> two plus two plus two. That's plus what I'm two, saying. Like I can't count. <laughs> you had to make me think oh. about it. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> I was I was thinking of 2020 plus part three because that would be accurate. But yeah. then I said plus. I'm like fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 you stepped on your own joke. It happened. Hopefully, we actually get two. Uh, cast this month, so it, I mean nice. we should. I, <laughs> That'd be nice. In all in all essence, we should. Well, yeah, because the next one will be remote. I mean, as long as you're as long as you're not the fat person falling down the stairs. Hopefully, I can move everything back upstairs. Like that'd be fucking great. <laughs> Look, he's got to hold on to a recording of Jim Ross and be like, "By God, he's <laughs> broken in half." Yeah, right. <laughs> no, um, you just need to have a clicker else? every time you fuck yourself oh. up. Just. I've been playing God of War, I've been playing Pokemon, and I've been playing Darktide. And oh that's yeah, it. I heard Darktide's really good. Yeah, except that game, like you thought the Pokemon problems were bad, <laughs> like that one's bad. Stuttering frame rate insanity? Uh, it's not stuttering frame rate insanity, it's um, I've dropped four times, like completely crashed four times in like a half an hour at one point. With Pokemon, I've only had one crash. Yeah, same here. I've had, had six. Multiple. I've yeah. had six so far. I've only and this had bitch one. Bitch does not have saved. <laughs> nah. Because apparently he just likes to hurt himself. So yeah, so that's all. That's basically all I've been up to. Just fucking playing games and chilling, <laughs> trying to get better. Yeah, I mean basically the same, just not the same games. Like before Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was released, I was having a crap load of fun with Doom Eternal on the Xbox One. As well as Record of Lotos War, if you guys have ever played that, it if you've if you loved uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, that is basically what it is. It's a, it's a Symphony of the Night clone. Works Bloodstain, beautifully. I, I think Bloodstains on the Game Pass right now too. Oh shit! I guess I better download that bad boy. I think it is. Dark Tide's on it. That's how I'm playing oh, it. Is Curse of the Moon on there too? I don't know. I'm I'd hoping have to it look. is because I want to. That's a classic Castlevania style. I would love to play that. I think I can look it up. All right, keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> also, uh, I bought a few card packs for Yu-Gi-Oh! this weekend, and I pulled an ultra-rare red-eye zombie dragon lord. God, it looks beautiful as fuck. <laughs> hey, you made the money on the pack back. Yep. Yep. Not much, but I... I... It's not much, but it's honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Drew? what you do? So, I'm pretty much filled out on my collection for Brothers War. Um, I've made some more Commander decks that I will probably never play because life's fun that way. I've been playing Scarlet for a bit. I tapped out because my son eats through these fucking games so quickly <laughs> that now he's bothering me to play my fucking copy because he's already done with Violet. So, I eventually I just got tired of listening to him. I was like, fucking take the game. I'll just steal it from you when I need it back. So, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. I've had, 
this, it, this is baby's first open world experience. If anybody ever wanted it, it just gives you a fucking blueprint of shit and just uh, lets you go. Which is so, sad because that's basically Breath of the Wild, but okay. Yeah, but Breath of the Wild doesn't has durability and uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm, it's a gorgeous, that, that's a gorgeous game. You'll never hear me argue about Breath of the Wild not being beautiful. I just don't give a fuck. Um, 30 minutes in that game and I tapped out. I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to fucking keep foraging for shit. This is stupid. If I have to stop everything I'm doing just to get more fucking materials just so I can keep having a weapon, that, that to me, that, that, that takes me out of the experience. Dude, I was only tenacious in that because uh, I found the stone talus at the very beginning of the game and it killed me. And I'm like, I'm not about to stop until I murder this motherfucker. That was in there for like three and a half hours dying. I think like half my deaths in the entire game was from that stone talus alone. That's fair. And yeah, I don't do it. And now every time I want to go back there, I have like level one, like level 100 fucking gear. I'm like, all right, you little bastard. Let's go. I've murdered how many fucking shit. What's it? How many fucking Lionels again? I stole all their gear just to fucking rape you. <laughs> Pain and suffering. That's what you bring. So it looks like Curse of the Moon and Curse of the Moon 2. Nice. Yeah, they're really good. They're on there. Uh, two is really good. You get your character and rich and ritual of the night uh, are on there. So all three of them should be on there. Oh, fucking perfect. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, fuck uh, all, dude. I organizing my gaming area. Um, downloading some other stuff off of uh, PlayStation Plus that just popped up recently. Uh, yeah. I, Gaming-wise, I've, I've not been consistent enough. I'd like to get back to fucking doing more uh, uh, spell table because I just have... I, my area is all cleaned up, and I can. Close to the mic, you fuck. Eat a dick. <laughs> nearly louder. Suck, I'm nearly, louder, I'm nearly licking the tip. What do you want? Louder. <laughs> oh, fucking deep throat it for you. What the fuck? Yeah, whatever. It's okay as long as you say... Oh, yeah. No gay. No homo. <laughs> um, yeah, um... Yeah, but that's all I did. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the whole of it. So where do you want to start with this insanity, friend? Uh, let's start with some Warhammer shit. Oh apparently. yeah, <laughs> fill us in because this seems like a fucking train wreck and a half. Says Warhammer as soon as I save a photo of fucking Tinker Tongue with her mighty goddamn mallet. So I <laughs> dude, I fucking got rid of her uh, like move the Gigaton hammer. And I replaced it with Flash Cannon, and I feel like such a fucking idiot because Gigaton Hammer is way better. <laughs> Damn right. Anyway, so um, if you guys don't know who Mini Wargaming Dave is, Mini Wargaming is a company in Canada. They're known for doing videos on YouTube. They have tons of subscribers. Um, he's been in a movie called The Ranger, which I think is on Amazon Movies. So if you want to see that, he's kind of, he broke into acting with that. Um and yeah it's just mini like if you were first getting into the mini wargaming scene like 10 15 years ago uh you know who these guys are um they've kind of like for me they've fallen off i haven't paid attention to them in the last like i don't know seven eight years whatever the case is um that's like the tide of like wargaming people like you see a new crop of people come up and do the exact same thing the old people were doing. It's like no one's original anymore, and it's hard to stand out in the space. But if you're a new face, um, you tend to bring new people in. So it's good. I'm not complaining about it, but the old guard tend to get pushed off to the side, which kind of happened with this guy for me. Um, anyway, so he tweeted 
was it two days, three days ago? Um, he goes, it says a quote, quote, I hate seeing negative comments. It's the absolute worst thing ever. People that, uh, people that leave them are the worst kind and most, and must be canceled for life. By the way, this comment doesn't count as negative because my opinion is right. And everyone else is misinformed End quote, a positive SJW. Well, as you can imagine, uh, that did not go swimmingly well for him. Um, he spent two days getting dragged, uh, Within like two hours of posting that, it was already deleted, um, and then he had like some half-assed apology. Not really apology. He just basically said, "I don't pay attention to politics. I just, I just like plastic toys or whatever it is." And he got dragged for that too, because you don't, you don't really hear about their political views like ever. But it did come out that they are practicing Mormons, and the. LDS church requires tithe. So you can only assume that their profits are going to part of their profits are going to the LDS church, um, which are fucking horrendous people in and of themselves. So they have political view. They just don't speak on it because obviously shit like this happens. Um, But the, he does an 11 picture apology and it is horrendous. <laughs> so he de- he deletes his original, like, quote unquote, apology and then uploads this. And I'm going to read these 11 to you. It says, I effed up what I tweeted a couple days ago was never intended to stir up that kind of response. Well, y- you comment something political. It's going to get a whirlwind of responses, period. Uh, the truth be told, I know an embarrassing small amount when it comes to politics. I don't actively follow them, and and I've spent my time over the years focusing on other things. I'm literally a man-child who plays with toys on YouTube. I cannot believe somebody in their 30s has no inclination about politics about where they live, especially when you're a business owner. Like... You know what I mean? Like, I can't like I I can't see a 30 year old business owner not paying attention to politics, especially when taxes and shit can affect them. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Picture number two. (laughs) I saw a bunch of Elon Musk's tweets as of late and the storm that's been created and people are uh, we're joking about Twitter falling any day now. I I got caught up in the chaos and uh, that is Twitter and felt that. Uh, felt like posting something different to generate a sarcastic response. You're blaming Elon Musk's tweets on you yourself posting something political. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like you're not taking any any blame for it. But at the beginning, you said I fucked up. So okay, moving on. Next picture. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny to post something complaining about people complaining. There's a difference between people complaining about complaining and people complaining about politics or political things. Agreed. The irony is not lost. Okay. Just, just want to be sure. (laughs) And I expected people to sarcastically respond with more fake complaints. I thought to myself, I don't normally post things that are uh, negative in nature, but I figured I'd try it since I didn't think it was at the time. I'm pressing X to doubt on that one. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, was I very wrong. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> this is a horrible, horrible apology. Like, you didn't send this to the right PR people. You fucked this up, too. <laughs> and we're only three three pictures in. <laughs> Picture four. <laughs> Slide four. Slide four. <laughs> uh, I didn't... I did not fully know what SJW meant. Again, a 30-year-old man who owns a 30-plus-year-old man who owns a business and has a family does not know anything about politics is a reach for me. <laughs> You'd be surprised how ignorant people are these days. Okay, ignorant, but then... <laughs> okay. I don't know. What are they going to be doing? Simple. They're gonna pretend to talk like they know what the fuck they're what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, but if you're ignorant, and why would you use a term that you didn't know and a- think, oh, again, hey, <laughs> pe- again, people are arrogant enough, they're narcissistic enough to use terms that they do not understand. Okay. Well, anyway, moving on. <laughs> I've seen the term before online, but what I didn't know was it's a word people use as an insult when they get called out on their prejudice. And have no good defense. Only according now, according to Urban Dictionary. Only nowadays, because right. before it was worn as a badge of pride, but people take it and, and see twist that it and, and see. Yeah, they twist it. Right, but if you saw it online and you didn't know what it meant, and you admitted to seeing it online before, why not fucking look it up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it, really, it wasn't worth their time for whatever whatever could be said oh no it wasn't worth their time that's why they put it on twitter and clicked enter <laughs> all right slide oh i do believe slide i do know what i'm talking about good stuff this is how out of touch i am politically i didn't know that i didn't realize it was an insult and or was derogatory i've purposely stayed away from all that stuff my entire adult life Again, do not believe this. <laughs> I used the term incorrectly, and it was taken out of context, and some jumped to conclusions and assumed the worst. Not everyone. Uh, many were confused, and a number reached out uh, to me asking, are you okay, etc. Okay, yeah, that did happen. I watched people go, are, are you good? <laughs> you good, fam? <laughs> like, wh- what do you mean by this? And then he wouldn't answer what he meant by it. So, again... You don't know what it means. Don't fucking use it. (laughs) The connotation that comes with a person throwing out that term and how I am as a person couldn't be farther from reality or the truth. Again, I find this hard to believe because you are a practicing. Well, someone in that organization is a practicing Mormon, right? And their views on things. A thousand percent clash with anybody that would be considered an SJW. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it saddens me that there's so much hate and intolerance out there. Yeah, because you're spewing intolerance. Like fuck. Ah, the irony <laughs> is not lost. <laughs> For some to accuse me of bigotry is something I never could have imagined. It's heartbreaking to me, and considering how much I love this community, I deeply care for it and want to see it grow. And my actions, I take care take our for that purpose why'd you hit enter <laughs> again we're gonna go back to that why'd you hit enter i deleted my previous my two previous tweets related to this um i've been accused of being guilty and that the act of deleting my tweets are proof of that well yep. yeah 
that's what you did. You're trying to hide it, and you didn't think it was going to blow over, but people got screenshots, and now you had to respond, and that's what this response is. No, no. Even if you give him the benefit of the doubt, that's what people will assume nowadays, that right. if you delete it, you are admitting guilt to it. Right, but if you're deleting it and you're putting out a half-assed apology and then getting called out with the screenshots from that and then deleting that half-assed apology and people screenshotting that and then you put out this? <laughs> I, I deleted those posts because I didn't want uh, to further the non-wargaming discussion on my account as that uh, that's not what I am, what my channel is about. Why did you post it the first time then? <laughs> That was not wargaming related. Like, if people were complaining about GW and you said, hey, people complaining about GW price hikes, okay. <laughs> like, just not what you did. Uh, I was also accused of not directly answering various responses and being ambiguous. My responses were genuine in their inquiries. They were meant to glean knowledge and collect feedback. During the time I was responding, I had not been made aware of the connotations of using the term SJW. False. And there's... There's fucking proof of it on the internet, <laughs> like on Twitter still, because obviously people told him, hey, yo, <laughs> this is fucked up. Just because he deleted this post doesn't mean other people's posts are gone. Like, so that's wrong. And he was responding shit like uh, I just like plastic. Or I just play with I just play with toy soldiers and saying shit like that as his response. Like. Uh... OK, that was page eight. Let's go to page. We're not even done yet. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. There's so much more insanity. There's 11 pages, so we're almost there. Once it was made clear to me, because I had proven to have poor bearings in the political arena, I decided to disengage and reflect on what happened. What had happened. You didn't disengage because you were still responding to people. <laughs> like You didn't disengage. You didn't. And I didn't even wait a full 24 hours before you released this. <laughs> so you didn't disengage. I reached out to friends and colleagues to help me navigate what was going on. I very quickly saw the error in my ways and decided to address it and lay it to rest. But but you didn't. Because this doesn't lay it to rest. It doesn't. <laughs> Congratulations. You played yourself. The irony was I didn't wish to muddy up my feed with anything political. And the one and only time I do, which wasn't really meant to be directly political, but rather satirical, has backfired. I am sorry if I disappointed, hurt, or offended anyone with my words. I've been told to do better. If do better means remember and recognize I have a platform and recognize my responsibility, my responsibility that carries, consider this me doing better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. I have caveats. So tired of I have caveats to add to the end of this. Hold on. You do. Yes. <laughs> this is the last one. Eleven of eleven. Here we go. This will be my last post addressing this, as I don't want to further uh, to further talking about anything that's non-tabletop wargaming related. Respectfully, I won't be engaging in anything related to this post as a response to this post or anything that aren't related to gaming in the future. I've, uh, if you've taken the time to read all of this, I thank you and I'm grateful for your continued support, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so that was that Boy. was that. That was that, right? These are the same people that pay artists an exposure for commission painting. Oh, joy! They, they offer a quote-unquote advertising fee, 
and that is your payment for painting models for them. So it's only exposure, but they're not actually paying you. They're promoting your paint job and saying, this person painted this. You go check them out. For $500, that gets you a full video. Why not just give me the five fucking $100? <laughs> that would be way better <laughs> than fucking... Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's that got dragged out into the open again. They've been doing that for the last fucking 10 years. And they're still doing it. They still have that program, even though they don't talk about it all the time. That program is still out there where they pay people in exposure. Bullshit. <laughs> don't ever do anything for free. <laughs> nope. If it's worth a damn, if, you, if it could be profited, don't ever, ever do it for free. Right. And here's the, be- here's the worst part is that, not worst part, here's the, here's the thing that people need to understand too. That accounts, that accounts, ugh. that also goes for quote unquote influencers. These collaborations people want to do, you're giving free advertising to a company that has an advertising budget. Make them pay you for your advertising. I wanted to be the asshole and be Period. like, that moment you said influencers, I want to be the asshole and be like, oh, well, where's our cut, Jay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if people are getting paid, like, if, if, if co- these companies, any company out there, Monster, fucking Red Bull, whatever the case is, they have advertising funds. Like, they have marketing, like, funds put off to the side every year. Yeah. So... Free product does not constitute payment. No. <laughs> so don't do it for free is what we're saying. Yeah, I can't so. exactly pay my landlord the rent with uh, a with bunch of Coca-Cola drinks. bottles. <laughs> exactly. Especially when they're empty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <sighs> we can get into the whole advertising, sponsorships, uh, affiliate links. We can get... We can we I could do a whole episode on what the differences are between them, why companies do them, and the understanding behind them. But don't do shit for free, <laughs> especially if you have a following. <laughs> Agreed. The other thing with these guys is that they refuse to do anything with Dark Eldar on their channel because of the horrible, horrible lore Dark Eldar has around them. Do you, do you know what it is? You mean the Dark Elder? Yeah. The Drakari? Oh, yeah. dude, they're monstrous. Right. They're supposed to be. Right. They're, they're, they're trying too... To, they're trying to basically keep Slanesh appeased by atrocity. Right. The, rape. Fucking hedonist. Oh, not just that. Hedonistic. Murder. Experimentation. Experiment, yes. Anything. Drugs. Anything. Slavery. They are, the, they are, in the words of the other Matt from Mini Wargaming, too hedonistic for him. So... If that is too hedonistic for you to put on their channel because of their lore, not not saying you have to say anything about their lore. You can just play them on the fucking tabletop. You don't have to explain everything about each fucking thing. But you don't like them and you won't put them on your channel because they're quote unquote too hedonistic in the lore. But then you got your partner posting shit about SJWs. <laughs> like, you have political biases. They're out there in the open. <laughs> like people can see them. Ugh. Anyway, it's a situation where you have your cake and eat it too. Essentially, yeah, they want they want it both ways, and they're also they're also yeah they're also one of those people that you know like Lad Bible where they take your fucking thing like your content and then never credit you on it. I didn't know about that. They take they do it all the time. It's even on his Twitter like to this day. They'll take a picture off the internet and be like, I don't know who the artist is. Um, just so whoever knows, just tag them here. You don't have that many followers to just randomly catch every artist 
in the world. Right. So they, they put it up there and they're like, hey, look at this picture. And then make a little thing, like whatever thing about it, about their company with that picture. Like you're using somebody else's artwork for advertisement and then not crediting it for, for it or paying them for that matter. So, yeah, no, I, uh, I haven't fucked with them in a long time. I don't plan on fucking with them. Um, a lot of people have saying that they're can't. They, I didn't even know they had a Kickstarter out there. They had a Kickstarter. They have a Kickstarter out there right now, and people are canceling their orders on them. And I'm just like, okay, like, hey, it's it's you do what you got to do, but like, yeah, I don't I don't fuck with them anymore. And there's a lot of people in the industry that are like considered old guard that I don't fuck with anymore. So for very good reasons. <laughs> if you ever want that list, I'll drop that one too. Cause I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, save it for TikTok. I'm sure you'll dump it there. I actually have dumped it there. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> At least once. At least now once. Now you know where to look. Yeah. Go scour my, I think I have so like, go scour a cesspool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, what's next? You got the list. I have, I don't have the list, but I'm just trying to find the articles that we put down. Got it. We can do the whole smash thing, but that shit's all over the fucking chat. Ah, oh, yes, baby. Panda got goofed hard. That's just putting it mildly. Trying to find where it started. Yeah, that there's a whole TSM Leffen. Oh no, no, it wasn't Leffen. All right, so let's let's start from the beginning. So Smash World, Smash World Tour, tour. That's what they're called. Yes. Yes. The Smash World Tour. SWT is a well-known establishment, has been for a while, as far as I know. They're part of... Um, there's actually two companies that were part of this, but Smash World Tour is owned by... Um, fuck. One of, the, one of the Smash tournament companies that, like, they put the brackets up on their website. Like, um, like a record. Like a, a record of everything. I can't fucking remember the name of it. You know, watermark? No, they have a record of all the all the Smash tournaments. Oh, okay. That, they're, they're the they're ones. The archivers. Yeah, and okay. they're the ones that are in charge of the Smash World Tour. Gotcha. So there's another company behind Smash World Tour. Right. Yeah. Um. So they put out a tweet, I guess, last week, or is it this week? Fuck. Time has no meaning. Uh, basically, stating that Nintendo has pulled all of their licensing from them and told them that they're not going to support them in doing the tournaments that they're doing. They didn't pull their licensing. They never gave it to them. Yep. Well, yeah, cause they put, you're right, because they put in their paperwork for it, and Nintendo and them were both dragging their feet because they were dragging their feet on specific aspects of their their uh, documentation, and Nintendo was going back and forth with them about N- it. Nintendo was dragging their feet on it because of Panda Global. Okay, so this is... This is what broke the news. This happened on November 29th, which was Tuesday. Um, This was an official statement put out by Smash World Tour official, their official statement on the 29th. This is what broke the news, and this is what started the whole fucking spiral. There is a ton of information here. So this is like, if you remember the stuff where we deep-dived fucking legal paperwork for you guys for the uh, Dragonlance shit, this is pretty fucking close to that. There's also some outside influencers who have uh, close connections to people in Panda Global that have gleaned some information on TikTok. Um, then you've got guys like Hungrybox and Leffen. Leffen's from TSM. Uh, Hungrybox is, I think, Liquid, which are rival companies. I checked personally on all of the um, on all of the 
what are they called? Athletes, all of the esports athletes that Panda Global pays, not a single one of them has mentioned anything about this. Uh, and Esam, which had a huge controversy happen with him, um, is one of Panda Global's people. So um, if you follow Smash, Esam, Zero, Hungrybox, Leffen, they're all big names in the Smash Bros scene. So, all right. Um, do you want me to read the statement? Yeah, I think you at wanna... this point, just to give it a give it the context necessary. Okay. Uh, official statement uh, by Smash World Tour 11-29-2022. <clears throat> they did it, actually did this in parts. This is a nice <laughs> introduction. <laughs> uh, it is with an unbelievably heavy heart that we must announce that both the upcoming Smash World Tour championships as well as the 2023 Smash World Tour must be canceled. The championships were supposed to be held this month, by the way. So this is like last minute canceled. <clears throat> Without any warning, we received notice the night before Thanksgiving from Nintendo that we could no longer operate. This was especially shocking, given our discourse with Nintendo over uh, the past 12 months. Since then, we have been working around the clock to take the proper steps logistically, as well as prepare this statement with proper legal guidance. We are seriously grateful for all of the support over the years, and we are incredibly proud of what we were able to build as a community. In 2022 alone, we reconnected over 6,400 live events worldwide with over 325,000 in-person entrants, making the Smash World Tour, uh, SWT, uh, or the tour, the largest esports tour in history. <coughs> Holy shit, hold up. <clears throat> God damn it. It's like our legal team doesn't want me talking about this. We don't have a legal team. (laughs) Uh, The championships uh, would also have had the largest prize pool in Smash history with over $250,000. The 2023 Smash World Tour was planned to have a prize pool of over $350,000. Now, if you followed it back, Hungrybox has been a huge proponent of this. And he always complains about Nintendo and official prize support and how the FGC and Smash specifically is broke. And these guys have the largest payout for Smash. And it's being shut down. I just want to put that out there. (laughs) That being said, we are truly devastated that this is all being taken away. The impact the tour has had globally cannot be overstated. The amount the tournament organizers, competitors, and fans will be affected... Uh, this will affect is hard to is hard to measure. It affects everybody. <laughs> we realize that uh, we realize just how much we could expand our spotlight to lesser known regions as well as Smash World Tour prize pools in 2023 and beyond, establishing a much healthier ecosystem in the community around the world. We believe this decision by Nintendo sets all of that back significantly, which incredible which is incredibly disappointed. If anybody remembers. They shut down their official Splatoon live stream because Splatoon was, um, what's it called? What am I, uh, protesting some of the smash shit that had been happening. Okay. Do you remember that? It was back in like 2020. That's when Hungrybox and everything happened. Wasn't that because they were using the fucking emulator and all the other bullshit? Yeah, for Melee. They shut down the whole Melee thing. And, um... Nintendo cut the live stream to their official 
uh, not, yeah, Splatoon, right? Splatoon's their game? Yeah. yeah Splatoon, yeah. yeah. Uh, cut their official Splatoon like pro tournament live stream because they were protesting the Smash Brothers stuff. Like they were using like free melee and stuff like that. Truly words cannot express how difficult this process has been. We had been preparing for a one of a kind event to crown our world championships. And we know just how hard the competitors have worked to get to this point. We were also projecting amazing viewership since the 2021 uh, Smash World Tour Championships had the highest viewership of any Smash event last year. We even had multiple independent documentary crews coming out, both domestic and international, to cover this historic event, especially with the storylines coming into this year with the full global tour with little COVID interference. The championships were going to break the records introduce, uh, and introduce so many new people to this amazing community. I can't doubt that. <laughs> On the logistics note, we will be reaching out to those affected by the canceling of the Smash World Tour Championships. As many of you know, we lost a significant amount of money in the first 18 months of Smash World Tour. This is this was truly a labor of love for us. We don't know where anything will be will land quite yet with contracts, sponsorship obligations, etc. In short, we will be losing hundreds of thousands of dollars due to Nintendo's actions. That being said, we are taking steps to remedy many of the issues that have arisen from canceling the upcoming Smash World Tour championships, especially for the players. Please keep an eye in the eye out in the upcoming days to help with travel arrangements. Given the time that we were forced into, we had to publish this statement before we could iron out all the details. All attendees will be issued full refunds. Okay, I understand that part, but... You literally have people like Leffen. I mean, he is sponsored, so his flight was covered. But that organization is losing money flying him to the United States for a world championship. A fuck so, money to a be fuck t- Yeah, it costs a lot of money to fly international. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, like domestic is painful lately. I right. can't imagine international is going to be any better. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like... This is like I I'd be shocked if they they're obviously going to try to pay people back obviously refunding the badges and stuff but man how do you, like how do you refund the sponsors the sponsors have to take that loss at that point right so the truth is what makes this uh all even more disappointing is the approach Nintendo took in recent weeks comparing Compared to our discourse with them over the past 12 months, we truly believe this was progressing positively for quite some time. We had kept all of this progress quiet, but especially in light of both Nintendo's and their partner Panda's actions this year, we wanted to take the opportunity to write an open letter to Nintendo, as we don't know how much the higher-ups at Nintendo are even aware of the history and the context of the last few years. In recent months, we have requested multiple times to communicate with them directly, but these requests were not granted. As a preface, we want to emphasize that there are some great people working at Nintendo who have been advocating for the Smash community and the uh, Smash World Tour. Even if that uh, that was not reflected in Nintendo's recent actions, likewise, we are having we are we have nothing but the utmost respect for Panda's team, players, ambassadors, employees, and contractors many of which are our friends and are truly incredible people and to our understanding had little to zero knowledge of the damage Panda caused behind the scenes in the past year. I can believe this. 
God, this thing's fucking long. All right. <laughs> this could be the whole fucking episode. How we got here. Ironically, uh, we thought there was a chance that the last year's Smash World Tour Championships and the tour overall were going to be shut down in November 2021 after the Panda Cup was first announced. Nintendo contacted us from the jump on the call. Contacted us to jump on a call with a few folks on their team, including the representative from their legal team. We truly thought we might be getting shut down, given the fact that uh, they had now they now had a licensed competing circuit and partner in Panda. Once we joined the call, we were very surprised to hear just the opposite. Okay, so Nintendo's like, "Hey, we partnered with them, but you guys still have a shot." <laughs> Nintendo reached out to us uh, to let us know that they are being they have been watching us build over the years and wanted to wanted to see if we were interested in working with them and pursuing a license as well. They made it clear that Panda's partnership was not exclusive and they said it had not gone unnoticed that we had not infringed on their IP regarding game modifications and had represented Nintendo's values well. They made it clear that the game modifications were their primary concern in regards to coming down on events, which also made which also made sense to us given the enforcement over the past few years in that regard. The whole melee community thing. The lengthy conversation changed our perspective on Nintendo at the macro level. It was incredibly refreshing to talk to multiple senior team members and clear the air on a lot of miscommunication and misgivings in the years prior. We explained why so many in the community were hesitant to reach out to Nintendo to work together, and we truly believe Nintendo uh, was taking a hard look at the relationship with the community and ways to get involved in a positive manner. They were forced to because of uh, Evo. So Sony buys Evo. Nintendo pulls their products from Evo. Nintendo announces they're doing their own world tour. Panda Cup gets announced. Smash World Tour is there. Now they, they're trying to con- get back the control. I get that. So they were, but they've they've kind of forced themselves into that corner. We went into the 2021 championships a lot more confident, but we were still skeptical to take what they had said at face value given Nintendo's history with the community. Shocker. <laughs> we specifically held off announcing 2022 Smash World Tour at that event uh, per the request of Nintendo. The aim was to get licensed before the twenty before our 2022 tour was announced and kicked off in March. During that period of December to March, we continued our talks with Nintendo. For the first time, we felt that Nintendo was being consistently straightforward, transparent, and direct in answering our questions. We also began finalizing details on the 2022 Smash World Tour with various tournament organizers around the world, this time with more confidence than ever. However, we quickly found out that many organizers were concerned about joining up in the 2022. They told us that they had been told by Alan, CEO and co-founder of Panda, that we were going to be shut down and we're not coming back in 2022. So now you've got Panda Global going around telling people, don't work with these people, they're getting shut down anyway. (laughs) Of course, uh, this directly contradicted the conversations with Nintendo, but we felt uh, we could... We could not defend ourselves properly to organizers because we felt that the, our conversations with Nintendo should be kept private until we had our seemingly imminent licensing deal. So we decided to approach Nintendo with this very issue directly, explaining the attempted sabotage that was going on and our inability to speak freely. 
Goddamn. <laughs> Nintendo was very sympathetic to our situation and assured us of, uh, on a few counts. One, reminded us that the reminded us and reassured us that Nintendo is only looking to shut down IP infringement related to game mods and not the unlicensed Smash World Tour. The Panda CEO does not represent Nintendo, and they would have to have a conversation with him about his behavior. Three, they reminded us and reassured us that Panda's licensing is not exclusive and that they could see the two circuits coexisting. It's true, though. They, they could coexist as long as one didn't schedule over the other or too close to the other. So it, it could very well happen. They remind us that Nintendo's goal was not to gatekeep or trap the community and that license guidelines would be access, accessible and clear. This call again bolstered our confidence our confidence overall, not only in what we were building, but with the Smash World Tour, but in Nintendo's approach to potential trajectory in working with the community long term. We were excited to invest more into the community it was around this time as well in the late January we had, uh, when we submitted our licensing application for 2022 after working with Nintendo to best meet the specifications. Fortunately, the attempts from Panda to undermine the Smash World Tour did not stop as the CEO continued to tell organizers that we were definitely not coming back in 2022, and if we did, we'd get shut down shortly after announcement. Furthermore, organizers were told that their individual events would also be at risk if they were not if they were on the Smash World Tour, a few organizers told us this directly as a primary reason they did not participate in the tour this year, which we completely understood. We did not want organizers to feel like they would be they would add any risk to the Smash World Tour, even if we believed that behind the scenes everything was okay based on what Nintendo had told us directly. They kind of put themselves in their own non-NDA, so right. I mean they could have come out and said something, but then all you're doing is I, I get why they did it. I get it. I do. Um, when Nintendo's response to our application came slowly, which did not surprise us, they reached out in March a few days before announcement. And we went back and forth on the feasibility of the scope, especially since our tour was global and Nintendo of America would have to cooperate or coordinate with other Nintendo teams. We kept Nintendo in the loop um, of our announcement plans, and we understandably ran out of time for the for the formal license. Still, we realized that our conversation with Nintendo had pressed forward with the 2022 uh, tour. This caused our application to go into limbo and that the decision could not be made at this time. Since we did not have a full scope of the proposal sorted with Nintendo in advance, again, we knew timelines were going to be difficult and that we were building something very long-term. We discussed our approaches and ideas, and eventually Nintendo uh, recommended at this stage to apply for a single-event license for our December championships, which would uh, also help get the ball rolling to start working on 2023 with a much longer lead time. Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ. Am I going to read this whole thing? Yeah, we're almost done. Okay. <laughs> this is the longest one, by the way. Everything else is just a page long. <laughs> Let's just hope. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty in-depth. Like, this is their side of the story. We eventually get Nintendo statement, and we get Panda statement. And then Nintendo, and then Smash World Tour released a second statement after Nintendo releases their statement. So there's like statement after statement after statement after statement. Nintendo's is basically like, yeah, um, we didn't do anything wrong. 
uh, you know, the they PR'd it very nicely. But Panda, yeah, on course. the other hand, Panda fucked it up. <laughs> anyway, Panda Cup. Around this time, Panda Cup had heavily began heavily recruiting events for their uh, circuit. The CEO continued to tell organizers that we uh, we would be getting shut down shortly, and also added that the events that that participated in the Panda Cup would not be allowed to be on the Smash World Tour. This exclusively surprised us, not only because our Nintendo conversations regarding coexisting, but also because we were not ex- uh, we were not exclusive. And even back in January, we told organizers that they could be on both with zero issues from us. At first, Panda targeted events that were not on the Smash World Tour, including those which did not join because of the aforementioned warnings. Uh, a few of those events had broadcaster deals with popular tournament broadcasters beyond the summit. Uh, the CEO of Panda wanted broadcaster rights to be included as part of the deal of events joining the Panda Cup, but the events refused to break their contracts, so Panda approached Beyond the Summit directly to try to get the rights released. Beyond, Dude, it's all shady. <laughs> it's all fucking shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't even care what Panda did anymore. All right, hold on. Uh, BTS had very little motivation to give up their broadcasting rights for free, so they declined to get involved, causing the CEO of Panda to escalate things quickly. We had uh, we were told he made the, a variety of threats to Beyond the Summit, including shutting down their entire Smash operation in 2023 if they did not eventually join Panda Cup. We yeah. were just talking about this before. This is extortion. Oh, yes, <laughs> this is extortion. After uh, BTS held firm, the CEO of Panda warned that they would get Nintendo directly involved, putting broadcaster rights for all tournaments in jeopardy. That's just fucked up. <laughs> I'm afraid you don't understand the predicament that you are in. Yeah, dude, I need to start like my own like fucking like company like this and run into an asshole like this and be like, dude, I'm not scared of you. Like, f- bring it, motherfucker. <laughs> like, bring it. <laughs> Get whoever you want involved. I'm doing my own fucking thing. <laughs> the problem with it is we don't have people who are willing to push back. The, pro- you, the problem with it is you also need to have fuck you money. Yeah. But you have to understand, Drew, Jay is the equivalent of the influencer's version of Russell Crowe's fighting around the world. I could see him calling people a testicle. I don't don't need fuck you money because I'll show up in fucking court. Like, I don't give a fuck. You want to go? Let's go! You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. In the end, most events with Beyond the Summit broadcasting contracts chose to side with Beyond the Summit and did not join the Panda Cup after all of the turmoil. That fucked them. That's when you push too hard, and then everyone's just like, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we won't join you. <laughs> move along, move along. During this time, during all of this, we still kept uh, an open line of communication with Nintendo, and we prepared our submission for the championship event. We also expressed our serious concern about how Panda was talking to community, organizi- community organizers and their lack of ethics and how they approached beyond the summit. We felt the line had been crossed, and we could not be, and that could not be ignored. We, again, we were assured that the CEO of Panda does not speak for Nintendo, and that they are frustrated with all of the fa- fracturing happening behind the scenes. Um, due to this behavior. So Nintendo's pissed, but Nintendo's not going to pull their fucking licensing. Now they've already signed contracts. Right. So we also discussed strategy in submitting our, yeah, but I can't, I can't believe Nintendo would write 
no like kill switch button in there. <sighs> the thing with it is, is that Nintendo they'd have to prove it. They'd have to prove whatever they the, they pulled the kill switch on. Nintendo is, from what I'm seeing so far, Nintendo's very much a leave everything on the table as long as humanly possible, and then make your final decision as late as humanly possible. The yeah. problem with this is, is that no one else runs in their fucking timetable. And if you're setting up things where you need to have paperwork in for specific events going forward, especially for 2023, and these people have to drag their fucking feet because you're not giving them the information they need, and they're hearing contradictory issues from one of your other fucking supporters, or one of your other fucking vendors, I guess we'll call them. Yeah. That, and, and threats and extortion bullshit from many companies, because this isn't just Smash World that's saying shit about this. There are a bunch of companies who are like, nah, Panda's fucking leaning on us and it's getting stupid. Right. And you're telling right. me that Nintendo just, just yeah, we're, don't worry about it. It's concerning that they're saying it, but keep going through with what you're doing. That's it. I wonder what the thing we would need to know is what Nintendo signed with Panda and what Nintendo is holding themselves to. That's basically what I'm thinking, because Nintendo ultimately holds the licensing and can pull it from Panda. There has to be a kill switch in that contract. There has to be. Nintendo is not that stupid. You think, right, <laughs> Yep, you would think so. So no. I'm gonna skip a, co- a couple pair of AFs and go to the shutdown part. Yeah, nutshell nutsh- that shit. Yeah, this this shit's gonna end up being on the Discord. Um, go to Kofi.com/slash/AngryWarGamer. Uh, if you become a member, it gives you a link to the Discord. And it will be in the show notes section. I get that name is technically correct, but all I think of is the damn wrestler when I hear the name. What? Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. It's spelled the same, but it's co-fee.com slash angry wargamer. Because it's supposed to be coffee. I get it. Yeah. But fuck. Yeah. It'll be in the show notes. Like if you click on the episode, the beacons leak that's in there, you can click on there and get to the memberships that way. Um, but yeah, this will, this article and all the art articles will be in that discord um, after the show goes up. So if you guys want to read it on your own, you can. Um, so ultimately, um, finally, last Wednesday evening, November 23rd, we had our most, most recent call with Nintendo. Our Nintendo rep opened by letting us know that they're being asked to deliver the news that going forward, Nintendo expects us to only operate with commercial license and that we would not be granted one for the upcoming championships or any activity in 2023. We received this in writing as well. So Nintendo ultimately put the kibosh on that. <clears throat> so, yeah, that I mean, that's it. The conclusion, they just summarize the whole fucking thing and then they go through that. But um, now you're getting uh, backlash. From Leffen, Hungrybox, some pros saying, don't go to these events. We're not going to these events. Don't go to these events. If your top Smash players are saying, we are not going to the Panda Cup, like, don't fucking go to the Panda Cup. <laughs> this was actually... I mean, unless you, unless you want to be that douchebag that, you know, goes Tries in. to oh, win. Exactly. Like, but you're, I'm but, the only one. But remember, I'm the champion. But remember, you're competing against Panda Global's own Smash Bros. pros. Well, you better sharpen up them skills then. That's what I'm saying. All right, so Panda released... They need a specific level of face 
face people up there to be able to push their shit. And if your top brass ain't going into it and are telling the company to go fuck themselves, then it, they're they're gonna lose they're gonna lose face, and Nintendo's gonna have to fucking do something about it. Hopefully, Nintendo, I don't think will. Because Nintendo pushed out the license, and Nintendo doesn't need the money from the World Tour, so they don't need... Nintendo could just literally walk away from the thing. Well, they can be they, like, you know what? You don't get your license. You're shut down, too. They still like the Fuck pro- it. They still like the profits, though. Yeah, but Nintendo could also do the same thing they were doing with Splatoon and run their own fucking Splatoon Smash tournaments. They, they can take over it. They don't have the logistics to do that with Smash. Smash is too fucking... It's too intensive you can Bigger say that than, they can do it, but that means they have to hire people. They have to hire separate people to actually handle the logistics on it. They have to hire people to deal with the. I think the you just hire. I th- this is why Nintendo considers Smash Bros. to be a party game and not a fighting game. Yeah. Well, they can they can think whatever the fuck they want, but the the community is the one that ultimately chooses how, the direction it goes. And if your the majority goes, this is I don't a know, man. Game. There seem to be. Do? I don't know, man. Canceling canceling the tournaments kind of has them, you know. You know, pretty much showing proof well, we that know, they, they could just are be shooting this in the foot and being done with it, like bringing it out behind the that's why shed, behind the tool shed, and just fuck putting a bullet in it because they're just tired of dealing with the bullshit. So here's the and funny. I don't blame them from that perspective. I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. We're not dealing with it. Here's the worst part: is Panda did not deny their actions. No, no they just tried to justify them. Right. Here's here's their statement. This is one page. This should not be take that long. The team that manages the administers the Panda Cup has worked diligently to create an exciting, welcoming environment for competitive Smash throughout 2022. Before this effort, we were uh, we are over 40 members of the Smash community, including video editors, web developers, talent managers, sponsorship sponsorship salespeople, and more, um, who provided resources, expertise, and logistical help. Uh, at 10 major events this year. As a result, the Panda Cup began to continue to be the project of passion and seeks to magnify and enhance the community uh, efforts that efforts made throughout competitive smash. Okay. This guy, I, I haven't looked it up yet, but this Panda global guy, Alan sounds like the esports ecosystem guy that was trying to use cryptocurrency to pay the smash people. That sounds pretty fucking shady. That flopped by the way. Of course, oh, it, it flopped. It flopped hard, <laughs> and that was before <laughs> the uh, cryptocurrency took off. <laughs> so the guy ended up pulling the rug, and then you can't find him on Twitter anymore. It's shocker. <laughs> uh, question, question for you: How does your uh, your crypto guy feel about the uh, FTX bullshit? Oh my god, I actually talked to him about that. God, I w- I need to have him on because me and him, he remember he went on the New York Times. Um, and that's when he spewed his bullshit. And then he went into Twitter spaces and there was thousands of people in that Twitter space. He was in there. I was in there listening to him because I wanted to be like, what bullshit is this guy fucking like throwing? And dude, me and him were texting the whole time. Like, dude, this guy is straight scam artist, <laughs> straight scam. I said, he's going to take the fall and somebody behind him is going to be there. I said, this is a push to fucking regulate cryptocurrency. That's all this is. So that's. Conspiracy Sorry. theory, conspiracy theory, bullshit. But yeah, you yeah. brought up crypto, so I'm like, oh, he, your your buddy's got to have something. Oh, dude, we, have we've a- we've been talking about it. Don't trust me. We've been talking about it. So, um, I personally stopped buying crypto. Good. Once everything like started to collapse, I was like, nah, I'll wait this out. Like, <laughs> we were all surprised uh, as the public to see the announcement of the Smash World Tours Championship cancellation, as well as the accompanying statement, which attacked. 
attack the hard work and ethics of those behind the Panda Cup. The team was not informed uh, of any intention to cancel the Smash World Tour Championship 2022, nor has the team ever engaged in conversations that sought those ends. As Nintendo of America indicates in their own statement, the organization of the Smash World Tour were not required to cancel their 2022 championships event, and any implication that the Panda Cup team had any influence in that in regards is false. We were excited to see the fruit, fruitful year of competition come to an end on uh, with December uh, with both December circuit events. The Smash World Tour's decision to cancel theirs is disappointing. Panda has listened to the community and changed some of our approaches to working with tournaments based on that feedback. In the Smash World Tour statement, there was a number of accusations leveled against Dr. Allen, the CEO of Panda. In reality, Dr. Allen, as Nintendo of America has corroborated, has been one of the more vocal supporters of the broader community of the Smash World Tour organization organizers uh, in internal conversations. However, the Panda Cup team does acknowledge that and regret an interaction between Allen and Beyond the Summit. <laughs> so like yeah we tried to extort them uh my bad <laughs> in which we spoke um in a manner that did not reflect either guidance from nintendo or our own standards panda took efforts to rectify the situation immediately in the second half of the year and dedicated a team made up of multiple staff members was assembled to manage Panda Cup activities and serve as a primary point of contact for event runners, removing the possible future miscommunications from occurring. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to read the rest of that. Like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so uh, Panda's like, yeah, our guy fucked up. Uh, he's not doing that. We have a whole team now. Let's <laughs> doing that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sounds like bullshit to me. So, yeah, Nintendo basically said we didn't, uh, we weren't trying to be malicious about anything. There's no exclusivity rights. They, they corroborated the whole story from Smash World Tour. And Panda had to release a statement saying that, yeah, we tried to extort people. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Sounds like loads of yeah, that's it. I'll put up. There's more articles on there, but we'll put that up. That was a fucking long ass read. I apologize. Yeah. I should have probably chopped that up before. Yeah, my my statement sta- stands. I think after everything that's been happening with the bullshit that happened with the uh, the fucking emulation la- the cut year or two ago. God, it's been two years, hasn't it? Yeah, me. 2020. I think that that's when they stopped Evo and they were trying to go online and they stopped the melee tournament because. You needed to modify the game to be able to play it online. Yep, and Nintendo wasn't going to have that. Plus, they also had internal issues with a particular touchy subject. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about that. Yes, yeah, we, we did. We were talking yeah. extensively. So, like, I'm not saying Nintendo's not to blame for this, but Panda Global needs to get a lot of the heat that Nintendo's getting. Oh, so, yeah. Like, they will. They absolutely will. When, yeah. And what's going to end up happening is, is when they can't show the numbers, Nintendo will just fucking pull their licensing and that's over. Right, yeah. And I think maybe this is by design. I, I said, Like I said before, I think Nintendo's just fucking done. I think they're done with the fan stuff. They don't like the fan shit. We know they don't. Yeah. Fan game is being made. They cease and desist them almost fucking immediately. Immediately, yeah. When they hear about them. So a lot of them go underground or they dump their shit 
because none of them want money anyways. They're doing it for free. They're doing yeah. it as a they're doing it as a passion project. What happens Nintendo though is that give a shit. they don't give a shit that these people care about what they're doing. They're 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 autistic in that regard, and they're just like we're just making stuff. We don't fucking care about what you do. Stop infringing on our on our properties. It's like we're not getting paid for it. We don't give a shit. Yeah. It's ours. A lot of the time, like though, they go after children. the ones. A lot of the time, though, they go after the people that are making money. Well, so, and that's fine. The, yeah. the ROM sites, any of that shit that they're making any kind of money. I mean, they're, they they can never. I'm I'm gonna spoil this for you, Nintendo. I know you you probably don't you probably don't understand this, but you will never win. No. What you're going to do is just continue to rail against situations that potentially could be infringing on it monetarily, and if it is, you keep doing you. But everything on the internet, lest you want to destroy the internet itself, you cannot stop people from getting your shit for free. You can merely only curtail it. So yeah. that's your name. Yeah, but they're dude. They're making millions off of suing some of these people. Good. Millions. Let them. Let them no, keep yeah, going. I agree. Because yeah. they still cannot. For All every, I said was every, that's right. You know. That for for every two or three people, the sites they take down, there are five or ten more that exist that they are never going to get rid of them all. Yep. And if that's their objective at the end of the day, and that's where they're going to pour their resources into, they're going to be fucking. They're going to, they're going to be chasing. I shadows. have to. I have to believe that they don't go after these people until they know they're not wasting time. Oh, dude. 100%. To take them to court, so they're not. I don't think they're losing anything by going after them. But they're gaining stuff. So I, in my in my opinion, I think they're counting lawsuits, lawsuit wins, if that matter, as part of their income at this point. And if that, well, first of all, that's fucking devious. Well, uh, <laughs> second, they're they better be strategizing because if they keep if they start if they end up running into somebody with fuck you money that's doing this shit as kind of a hobby, it's like oh well, I put up ROMs you know archive for archival purposes. Well, we're going to cease and desist you. Well, I'm not going to stop. We'll take you to court. I have six lawyers. Dude, the Saudi, me. the you Saudi. Me, I'm waiting for the. I'll take you to fucking court. I'm waiting. I will prove to you that you can't fucking win, and they will, and, and it'll be a clash of the titans scenario. I'm because waiting for this. Has been taken down for stupid shit before. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Saudi prince that bought King of Fighters, the SNK, yeah. to fuck with Nintendo. I'm waiting for that to happen because that guy's got fuck you money. Yeah. Like that guy's they, got fuck they, you. Money. They are trying their damnedest to avoid the people with fuck you money because. They're thinking they could do a chilling effect by taking down the little people or like the middling people. It's like, oh well, this ROM site, we'll take that down. That'll scare people. It's like, no, you're just no. making people go go underground, which means that all of it's just going to be on torrent sites, and you can't take torrent sites down. No. There are mirrors upon mirrors of torrent sites. Yeah, you you would have to go to ISPs to prevent them from being dropped, and it's not going to happen. Yeah, you can't fuck. You cannot fuck with the fiber op- the, the fiber optics at that point. People will find a way, even if you have to go peer to peer. People are going to transfer ROMs anywhere. It's yeah. just going to happen. And this is not a condoning of that. We're just saying you're fighting a multi-headed Hydra who can regenerate pretty fucking quick. Yeah. <laughs> Pirate Bay I, still <laughs> exists and has existed since the since the late 2000s. That's never going away. That's never going Dude, away. That guy will just find another safe haven to move the servers to and say, fuck it. <laughs> it's a big fucking shell game and you can't win. Yeah. But uh, appreciate the effort and if you're going to stop that. But again, Nintendo's been one of those companies that's been very anal retentive about their piracy. And again, yeah. as an IP holder, you should be. You should be at all times making that effort. Yeah. If it, if you believe it's your shit, you here's, should be defending. Here's the problem with the tours, though, is that they're defending the IP to be able to stream it because before there was no streaming. Like you didn't have to, you didn't have to contact them for an IP because you weren't broadcasting it over the internet. Right. That's why you need these licensing agreements now because. 
Nintendo is going to take some of that off because when you have these, when you're streaming them, people are donating money to these organizations. Right. Yep. So Nintendo wants a portion of that for the, and it goes with any TV with sports bars have to pay for the fights for football, for, for any of the sports that they put on their TVs. They have that's to. That's built into the infrastructure. When they pay for pay per view, right? They already paid for that shit. When they're paying for their, cable there's a, but there's a different license for a commercial pay per view, right? But that's, that's what I'm saying. But Nintendo is just trying to do what all these other companies are doing, right? So and, like, I'd have no problem with that. But I'm just, and I understand that. But yeah. I, to me, with this IP specifically, I think that they've just that they've just about McFucking had it. Oh, I think yeah. they're done. Smash Brothers as a whole, yeah, they're done because, because it's every time they try and do any kind of goodwill. As meager as it seems to me and many other people, they get fucking cut off at the neck, and they're like, "We're done." They shut okay. down. They shut down streamers that were streaming Scarlet and Violet early. Oh sure. They went after them. And they should because oh yeah, if they have I a, agree. If they have an embargo, then then you can't do it. There's a blackout date for a reason. Right. And if people are going but at the same that, time, there was a guy on Twitch with Sonic Frontiers who got the okay to stream the game. It was a day early. Got the okay to stream it, and Twitch took them down. Yep. So it wasn't well, even Nintendo. It was Twitch that took them down. It's technically Sega, but... Well, whoever... Yeah. Right. Sega doesn't give a fuck. No. Sega hasn't given a shit for years Well, Sega gave the thumbs up, and Twitch was like, wait a minute. No, 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 It's not out yet. And I'm like, well, Twitch shouldn't have anything to do with that. Well, <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, at that point, then the person there. used to go to Twitch and be like... Here's he my documentation. Go fuck yourself. He did, but it was already like the game was already out by the right. time Twitch so looked at it. it. Yeah, so he didn't the day uh, to stream early. He didn't have that opportunity. I would, I'd take him to court. I'd be like, I want my fucking it's small claims, but I'd be like, yeah. I want my grand and money. I might have lost because you took my shit now. Yeah, because you could. I think you could justify loss loss of funds at that point, even if it's like a couple grand. I think Twitch gets if the you're shit. a partner. Like, here, here's yeah. ten, here's here's two thousand. Get the fuck out of here. It's fucking Amazon. Amazon owns Twitch. Right? The fuck does Amazon shit. give a fuck? But 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 with that that that's the that's the money changing hands that should yeah. occur in those situations. No, I agree. I agree. But streaming's been a fucking weird gray area for a while. I remember what was it? Our first fucking episode. We were talking about the Nintendo Nintendo Partner Program getting. Yeah discontinued and then laying out the new rules do you do you know that uh disney's dreamlight valley because it plays the copyrighted music will auto flag you for dcma oh wonderful and they they knew it was going to happen so you know what they did they put an option in the game for streamer friendly and changed the music to just generic random music that you could play the game and stream it they yeah, knew yeah. they knew that these things were going to auto DCMA and they were proactive about it. That I'm okay with that. Like I think that's fine. Like right. <laughs> So uh, but yeah, this has been a classic disaster. I'm like I said, I think this is Nintendo's if, uh, objective to put a final bullet in fucking smash so they can just be fucking done with it. Yep. I think it, to them it's been too much of a fucking headache logistically and and legally. They don't want to deal with it anymore. That's my theory. That's uh, you can call it tinfoil, but like based on what I've, I've observed, they just don't care anymore. It's, but th- th- that's the make, funny thing they is they make that, things and they move yeah. on. The, the the fans are the ones who hold the torch. Yep. Smash Smash got too out of control for them, I think. Where oh, they where they fifty oh, percent. I agree, but that's because of the amount of time between melee. Right, right, and, Orlando, and all the melee players. Mm. Yeah. But it, but it, that's remember, folks, but, no Johns. <laughs> But that's because of the time between Melee and Ultimate when Ultimate came out because there was no game in between there for Smash. Right. Well, sixty. No. Smash Four. Smash Four. Yeah. It's still a huge time between Melee and Smash Four though. 
And you, 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 uh, we're just not. We're just gonna fuck off with Brawl. Fair enough. Look, the only I good thing about, about Brawl, no, the only good thing it's about melee and Brawl, ultimate. There's nothing in between. <laughs> the only good thing about Brawl was the main theme when you choose the characters. That theme is fucking golden, and I'm still annoyed that they still haven't to this fucking day made a patch where for ultimate where you can just change the theme music for the character selection. I get it. The song they have, nice, beautiful. <laughs> I don't care. Give me the brawl thing. Here's and and, the but, open, and their open world, uh, uh, fucking uh, world, not world, like, subspace, fuck, emissary. subspace emissary. That was that what that's some one player content I like. Look what they did, but look what they did with the release of Arms and Splatoon. They took full control over the competitive scene immediately. Which it's fine because that's right. And well, and Arms Splatoon was literally just there, like they should in the beginning. Right. Then, well, later on, if they feel like spreading it out, but arms didn't really have that have legs. No legs on. No, ironic. But, but they thought it would, and it they is. took control. It is actually. Yeah, <laughs> and they but they thought it would, and they took control of it right away with Splatoon. They did that, and now they control the Splatoon like pros, like you know they control all that. So that's going to go off without a hitch. Right. Where they've let Smash go so long without it, they don't have they can't control it now. Yeah. It's, like it's out, outside of license, outside of licensing. But the thing saying. with it is, is maybe that's for the best. Right. Maybe here's what they do. They go, um, this way it's just little pockets of tournaments that happen on local levels. No streaming. No streaming. And that way everything just happens naturally. Mm-hmm. And if they want to do like an online tournament event built into the fucking framework, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Well, that's the thing is what's stopping to anybody from running those small little grassroots and connecting them? Right. There's nothing stopping. And them then apply. And then applying. No, you do everything in person. Well, you, they're yeah, all local. Enough. They're all in person local events. And then what you do is you do a point system like they do for Pokemon for the VGC and for the the um, TCG and the MTG fucking point system. Right. The way you gain the, the qualifiers and stuff the like that. Points, yes. You don't stream anything. You, uh, you know, you you announce the events. You have people come to these events, and then you apply for the licensing for one big event at the end of the year and push for one event where Nintendo's more likely to be like it's only one event right and then you throw a huge Evo style event with the Smash Brothers stuff I there's nothing s- stopping that I would say you could also do um, apply for VODs video on demand yeah where you can still record it and then that way you just go to Nintendo and be like I have a VOD I want to put the VOD up so people can look at it it's you're not, not streaming at that point. You're not streaming. You don't even have to tell them about that if you think about it. Well, you right. just upload Be- it to the YouTube because channel. Because that falls under their uh, their new umbrella thing after the partner Yes. See. Yes. We're already thinking here. Yes. So there's ways to get the content out there to make money We're off the content. The system. But you don't have to throw fucking no, evil. You don't have to throw fucking evil style events. And half of the stuff that's on this world tour, I guarantee they're small little, like maybe 50 person tournaments. Yeah. You don't need to be fucking streaming 50 people. You're, you're not streaming 50 people. Right. You're not, you're not streaming. What, what is it? Uh, 25. You're not streaming 25 matches. You're only streaming certain people. Right. And at that point you're just streaming the pros, right? Right. Exactly. There, so what's the point? The thing, my pro, I think the one thing that I would have a concern with, and maybe you could, maybe you'd already iron it out. The face people, Hungrybox, Levin, or Leffen, but all those people, would they get onto those things? Because they're, they're celebrities. At that point, they would but only, you be, offer they would only them, want to be in the regionals. You offer them the same thing every other convention does, free room and board, and a pass. 
to get in and and to and the tournament, right? So they auto they get auto entry because they're the ones dragging the spectators into your event. Right. And they're the ones that can promote it for you. So you're giving them free room and board. You're giving them like a VIP area, which all of them have talked about before. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? Like every convention that hosts a guest, there's a VIP area. Right. That's you, built you can into, you can do the same you can do the same thing with the pros. And if you get their companies to sponsor these events, right? Well, I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have advertising. Oh, hundred percent. So I wouldn't worry about that. You just can't stream it. That's all. Right. Just make them vods. Make them fucking right. Make them put. I don't know. Record them on a cassette and strap it to the bottom of a fucking uh, 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 park. But, but you have to remember that Leffen, Hungrybox, Esam, uh, was it Panda? Not Panda. The f- Mango. All those guys are grassroots Smash players. Right. And they, they were all there at the beginning. So they, of course they would be at these events. Because they want to push the community. Right. And then that way that they're, my, uh, it, it, it'd be doable, I think, honestly. You just, you just wouldn't have the prize pools. You would have the old prize pools and you wouldn't have the $350,000 prize pools. And you wouldn't be able to reach out to Nintendo for prize support. Right. Which sucks. At this point, does it matter though? They're not well, giving. I mean, they're not. They're 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 telling you that they can't give you the licensing, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the thing with it is, is like one of the one of the more grassroots conventions I went to a few years ago was uh, CodCon, mm-hmm. and they Nintendo supplied. They've gotten huge. They, they have posters. They had you know little 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 mini vignette tournament areas, like a whole gaming area. So they still do. You, you remember convention? Well, you remember when that was just like what two. Like hall rooms, mm-hmm. two two hall rooms, and then like the cafeteria area. Right. That that's what CodCon was. Mm-hmm. Like now they're huge. Yeah. They're way bigger than that now. Oh yeah. So that also helps that they have a pretty good uh, uh, understanding of what they're doing. Understanding and the club has been around for a while since yeah. you and I were in school. But that's but that's because they built it up and it got that way. Yeah, it's got legs under so, it. And, and, right. it, and it has good support. It, it like good the Smash World Tour has legs under it. They just don't stream it. That's the only reason don't you need the licensing. It. Don't stream it. Keep it local and then go for the big ask with fucking regional. Yeah. And then, then you can keep... You then that way you don't have to fucking worry about eating shit on it. Fucking, fucking throw the world tour. You don't even have to refund everybody. Tell everybody to fucking come. Right. Just don't stream it. Just don't stream it. Work within the parameters given to you. That way Nintendo doesn't bust your shit. Yeah, and adjust the price. Because Nintendo's basically told them, we only care about modification to the game. We don't right. care what, uh, what else you're doing. Right. So just don't stream it. Or mod it. Don't mod it. Play the games. Give the prizes out. Hold the event. And then the next time it comes around, do it. I get Panda's being shitty, but Panda needs to get shit on. And nobody needs to go to their event. And they all need to go to... The grassroots Smash World Tour events, right? And fuck Panda Global. Right, <laughs> that's, right, right, that's, right. that's what needs to happen. Well, I mean, it's that's, gonna, think about it's it though. Happen. Like, it, yeah, Panda's not walking away from this, and it's a nice segue because this is to me a great example of consumer of, of, of consumer backlash, where it's just mm-hmm. like they're going to vote with their wallets and be like, "Fuck you, we're not going," because. Mm-hmm. They're losing ad revenue. They're losing conven- They're losing concessions. They're losing all of the overhead that they get from people go showing up to these events because the big big because these are multi multi thousand following fucking Smash players. You're gonna be like, my guy, my people aren't going. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, Hungry you Bucks, already have you, 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 straight up. Fuck yourself. That's <laughs> him 
plus his 100,000 followers on Twitter telling you to go fuck yourself. Hungrybox legit came out and said, I'm not going to this event. Flat out. He's, I'm not going. What do you think that's going to do to that event? Yeah, put as many zeros as you want after that one. It's not going to change anything. No. That's fine. Speaking of voting with your wallet, you want to go in the next one? Yeah. Hey, Lando, you want to step away? Because we're going to be talking about magic. He's been pretty much checked out. Oh, yeah. Don't you fall asleep. Don't you do it. If you do that, just go on the couch upstairs. Yeah, I'd rather do that, honestly. Yeah, because I got a long drive home after this. He's got a long drive home, and he's been nursing an angle. Aren't you? Didn't you go? Didn't you come with Drew? I yeah, did. he has to drive oh, home from my Oh, That's fine. Yeah, step away, man. We're going to talk about card game bullshit. So yeah, have fun, gentlemen. Yeah. Do we have anything? Else? Do we have anything else? Oh, Should we, we do... go into that? Oh, Should we go into Pokemon now? While we still oh, have them. Yeah, yeah. Let's do, let's do all. Like, yeah, I was about to say. Sorry, sorry. You can't got about an hour on Magic alone. So yeah, let's because we, we all are going to review it because we've all played it to, to different degrees. Yeah, yeah we did. Both of you motherfuckers already finished, and I'm just fucking. I'm not Which is ironic oh, given the circumstances. I just I just got to Area Zero because how is it ironic considering how you power grinded your fucking Pokemon. Yeah, in other words, you had an entire week to beat the game before I even started. So I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize this. I don't know if you guys and did. The Titan Pat's my favorite. But anyway. the but the Elite Four, you can switch your whole entire team in between fights. Yep. Yeah, because your it's whole all done, team it's all done through on, the box. Not that I needed to. Head. Yeah. That's. I was like, funny. holy fuck! I didn't realize it. I was like, wait a minute, can I? Ooh. <laughs> as you go along. First yeah. time ever meeting. No matter meeting the Elite Four is a complete joke. Yeah. Well, I started with uh, without Tinkaton on my team, and then I added it back in once I got to. Flying and dragon. I swept it with my starter, which surprisingly is not the sh- is not any of the three that they offer you. At you the beginning. Said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so early on in the game, I decided to you know do what I always do, and that is I EV train my Pokemon so that way if I want to go into the competitive scene, I can do it with my in game with my uh with my with my campaign team. And uh, I happened to find shiny Pokemon on the way. The first one was a shiny Wingull and then a shiny Psyduck. The Psyduck was the most fucking hilarious thing of all because the very first thing it did when I sent it out was fall the fuck asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Then I wanted to go and send it to battle. The first battle it had was against another Psyduck in the water. My side up cannot swim. swim. Yeah. <laughs> it sank like a fucking rock. Like, God damn it. I might as well name you the rock because you just sink like one. And then what happened right after that battle? It went right the fuck back to sleep. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Is this Misty? Am I, am I Misty now? Because clearly this thing acts exactly like her side up. So, uh, you want to talk about things you like about the game? Well, yeah. Let's do things we like because there's so much of repeat of the stuff people hate. So, what do you like about the game? Dude. Okay, <laughs> so first from Sword and Shield, there was literally only one Pokemon I genuinely liked. And that was fucking Phalanx. Uh, I think... I think Generations 9 Pokemon designs are way better overall, in my opinion, because there's a lot more Pokemon that I enjoy, such as, like, like the the aforementioned Tinkaton, because, oh, dear. <laughs> favorite. That's a favorite. Fucking, okay, <laughs> I will say this. I wish Nimona 
had Tinkaton as oh, one yeah. of her fucking Pokemon. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know Nimona, she's the rival of the game. And uh, she has mad Yandere vibes going off of her. <laughs> she's obsessed with you hard. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Oh, what are you doing fighting this rando? You can always just come and battle me instead, you know? Just me. Forever. <laughs> me, yeah, meet me behind the house so we can battle. <laughs> like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey, I didn't know you would be here. I actually, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, it's not like I was hiding in the what, bush or anything, what, waiting for you to show up. What <laughs> option did you take at the end of the game oh, of where to battle? Oh, I first chose her house. And so did I behind the house. <laughs> but she was like, nah, that's kind of weird. Like, yeah, yeah, this is where we first met. I'm like, bitch, you've been stalking me the whole fucking game. And you don't think that is the best place where we should battle. <laughs> I did the same thing. And she's like, nah. <laughs> no, what was your first choice when you first talked to her? That was my first choice. No, it was behind the house. And fun fact, that's her saying that. I'm gonna take you out back. back. <laughs> yeah. like she go no, break me. No, at the very beginning of the game, she's like, "Hey, let's be friends." Oh, I just said. Oh no, she said it was something about rivals, not friends. No, no, no. That's later at the end of the game. But at the very beginning, she oh, talks about so, how, the, when yes. you first meet her. She goes, "Hey, so like, hey, let's be friends." I chose no. Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, um, did I come off strong? No, fuck you. <laughs> if you're gonna give me the choice. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> yeah, there's different. The different options give different results. I actually enjoyed that part of it too. Uh, up to a point because. Yeah. Uh, you are supposed to be a rival to her no matter what she yeah. will not take no for an it, answer it forces the, it forces the subject on some of the things but just to hear some of the responses that come when you pick the not the right yeah. one yeah i like what school basically tells you you're fucking dumb if you don't answer the questions right <laughs> i do love that you get an option between whether or not a pokemon could follow you you could yeah you could, it's called let's go mode or something or go mode where you can have them out in their out of their Pokeball following behind. Instead you. of doing auto battles where you can just send them over, instead you can just oh, have them out the Pokeball and they'll yeah. follow you. The problem but is they're shit at following you. Oh, yeah, they yeah. are. Especially they go, because there's a Pokemon yeah. that requires you to walk a thousand steps to fucking three. It. There's three. Oh, there's the one. The one I had was a pain in my ass. It's the, the Pikachu clone, right? Yeah, uh, the fighting electric. Yeah, yeah, that's the Pikachu the, clone. Um, the tumbleweed. Yep. which just turns into a bigger tumbleweed, which is even funnier. <laughs> Let's get. He's another Pokemon I do like. It's just it's a it's such a hilarious. It's hilarious to me. It's just a, a soul got stuck in the tumbleweed and it became a and that's a what, how it became a Pokemon. At least uh. fucking give me back Trevenant. Trevenant was a fun grass ghost. Yes, I love the Deku Tree. <sighs> yes, everyone loves Deku Tree. I, he was one of my favorites, but. But, then there's Gimme Ghoul. At least yeah. the the evolve form had me dying of laughter for days. Hey, Hello, little- I am Cinnamon. <laughs> like, wow, I didn't know you had to deal with Apple Jacks. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the shiny lock, which angers you to some no end. That is what t- pisses me right the fuck off. Out of Here's every- my question. Once you collect 500 to... No, not 999 maximum limit. Once you, once, you, once you collect that... How do you breed it? There is no breeding. There's no breeding. No, you can't breed it. You, you just can't breed it. You just have to fuck with it with mints and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Which means that what you can't, which means you have to stand there, save the game, and then keep going until you get the right typing. 
on no, the gimme ghoul chest, treasure chest. No, you don't even. Do or do that. they have the pills for it? You can. You can. You, can, you, change, you, their, you change their. Uh, the, the requirement can, is that you, you were, there's this. Uh, there are these terra stones. Well, terra. Um, uh, terra shards. Terra shards. Collect fifty of them and then take them to a specific area in the game where a guy will change it for you. The normal based type on how, restaurant. Yeah. Well, the, they'll cha- they'll change their terrestrialization typing, but will they change yeah. their uh, fuck, what's it called? Their ability? Not their ability. Their um, not their mood, like we. Oh no! Oh, you a, can use mints. It make us those at at the west. No, no, it's at the east gate. Uh, there's a store that sells yeah. all the all the medicinal items, like x all the all the drugs, but they also sell the mints there too. Okay, they so sell them can, at twenty thousand dollars. So you can per, change their temperament. Yes. Okay. Cool. You have you have the mints. You have the ability capsules. You have the bottle caps are back. So you don't yep. you don't even have to breed it anymore. You just have to breed for shiny at this point. But and then the you don't even have to do egg moves. The breed to egg moves. You can use a mint called a mirror mint and or mirror herb, and you can have another Pokemon. Doesn't even have to be in the same breeding group that knows the egg move that you want and an open slot on the Pokemon and just have them at a picnic and you will get the egg move. I yep. like the they, fact that they've I made it so easy now. Well, that and they also, you don't need a move rememberer anymore. If you just yep. fucking tell the Pokemon yep. to remember a goddamn move. Yep. They've streamlined this. They have learned across all the games, and they've taken what they've learned and turned it into something very effective. I, I just want my magic card to forget Splash the moment it learned Tackle. Because <laughs> you couldn't make my it dumb forget ass, Splash immediately. My dumb ass forgot that Annihilate had to use a move 20 times, or uh, yeah, Primate Fist. Had to use a move 20 times. So I leveled that motherfucker up to 60. And I was like, why the fuck didn't he turn into a Nihilate? And then I look it up and I'm like, oh, he's got to go punch shit 20 times. <laughs> That's easy enough. You just wander yeah. around the starting area and just punch all the normal types. All Actually, the most annoying is the no. dolphin. The, the most annoying is the dolphin I don't know what happened. But yeah, don't you have to do something with friends to get it to evolve? Yes. It's going to be quite annoying. Like the dolphin. The dolphin. Yeah. The dolphin Pokemon. Require the only way it can evolve is that you have to actually do a friend group sort of thing, and it turns into a bigger dolphin with a heart on its chest. Yes, (laughs) but its ability is called Zero to Hero, where it becomes absolutely (laughs) fucking busted. Well, shit, Uh, the Gimme Ghoul evolution is completely immune to status effects. Yep, I believe it's called. No, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dude, there's so many Pokemon that are can just ignore shit. Like um uh assault Pokemon. Yes. He, can, he, 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 he has he has a natural he has a natural anti like like move set. Like his natural one of his moves, uh what's it called? Salt salt cure. Yes. Goes against water and steel, steel. types. Yep. Which it is does, it which does double is damage negative. to them. Jesus. And, and it's a uh, and, and it's a binding move like a uh, fire spin. Oh, so yeah. and yep. it does double damage to those types too. Plus, you also have the Pokemon that has the ability to resurrect one Pokemon or revive one Pokemon. That that's the punchy yeah punchy yeah. Pikachu. Oh, there's yeah. there's one critique that I thought that was minor. His special so move is they introduced too. They introduced an item called the punching glove, where it not only boosts punching moves, but it also makes them immune to contact effects. So if you were worried so about poison, spore, poison points for yeah, flame body, it for like it keeps you safe. Guess what? That would have been useful on 
Hmm, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the punching Pokemon? The boxer? That would have been nice for him to have. Oh, wait! He's, He's not, not in the, the fucking game, is he? Rocky helmet. Yeah, anything with contact. That'd be yeah. fucking great. There's you so get, much you good. You blue ball, but then again, the people who the people who wanted Shedinja because you could terrestrialize it to, to a fucking electric and then give it an air balloon to make it completely fucking immune to every goddamn attack. And oh wait, is that a is it a weather move? Oh well, let's gonna give it sunny day and flip you the fuck off. Well, just Pokemon imagine. Showdown's broken as fuck, yep. dude. I just I can't believe some of the stuff that's been happening. I'm just like, ugh. oh god. What if they end up doing that open-ended shit like they did with fucking Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Like, yeah, you can bring anybody, but we're not giving you any of the fucking uh, legendaries. Um, the, no, we're not giving you any of the, like the, the bios for any of the ones that you bring on, kind of like they did with Ultra Sun. Where like, you can have those Pokemon, but they don't have their own entries in your Pokedex. Oh, I don't no, think so because do in Sword and Shield, when they brought in the DLC, each each one of them had a uh, specific Pokedex for the very Pokemon that they brought. They the brought back. With that, is you yourself have already have already shot yourself in the foot because Charizard Charizard doesn't have an entry does it It'll, not no. yet but it could very it well will. have it on the next on, on the DLC should it come up by the way Nintendo fix the shit before you decide to they've, they've bring patched, DLC they've patched stuff oh no dude it's still mm. my game still crashes even with the patch oh I'm just saying they've already released two patches that I've seen I get noticed. it but it's because I think there's a clone there's still a clone glitch that you can fuck around with there's one with there, your there's one with your um legendary that they give you where you can get unlimited of it and unlimited master balls <laughs> or whatever item it is. They pat one thing they did patch though was uh because beforehand you were able to join with other players in area zero. You can't do that anymore. They patched that out. Which is bullshit. <laughs> that is stupid. They yeah. want you to be in area zero. That's their end game. As somebody who generally plays single player in most of the shit, because I'm not a competitive man like like Lando. Uh, I love the open-ended nature of the way things are. Like I said before, it's baby's first open-world game. It holds your hand just enough and basically gives you everything you need. That fight was... Team Star, fight the Titans, go for the gym road, do this, do that, do whatever the fuck you want. We're not holding your hand. Want to go to school? Go to school. Want to be truant as fuck? No one's going to say anything to you. Oh, that, you was, that was actually one of my drawbacks for the game at first. But then once I, I had cleared, like I think it was like three gyms, and done two of the Titans, I had a better idea of where the fuck I was going. Uh, there, so. there, there feels to me like there's natural areas where you yes. should be doing other things at points. But you but can like if easily you do what Lando up... did and just power grinded and had a full fucking team, you could take any of those fucking routes Ooh. all the way to the end with very little difficulty. Or if you decide to be a dumbass like me, and when you uh, you break the game by teleporting yourself into areas you shouldn't be in with... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that like a lot of the glitches I noticed that people were complaining about, like the one where like, oh, you could just back jump up the wall, or why is this Pokemon doing this, or why is this Pokemon doing that? If the further along the game I went, the more I noticed that that stuff was just locked to the abilities that my legendary had. Right, like that's why it was glitching out because it was locked at the time. Right, but they, then they are once I making it so you can't get into it because you don't have that right. Right, Pokemon but it was, but it was. I was stuck what, in that's an island. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that's what caused I think a lot of the glitches was that people weren't were doing stuff that they weren't supposed to be doing because the game was supposed to be locking you out of that stuff like that it was the intention to lock you out of it but then 
people were like, oh, it's just glitchy. No, you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> the problem with that is if, it, if there's those situations, there should be a natural barrier or a Correct. notification that tells you, hey, you can't be here yet. But they full open yeah, world but that, it. But, but they open world it. That's so the point. You created yeah. this weird paradox where people ha- are going to fuck around like Orlando, who managed, to, who managed to basically Final Fantasy 15 his way onto an island by just chucking a Pokeball and uh, teleporting to the island. Yep. Because the moment... He threw his, the, he threw the his way Pokeball the game, the, at a Pokemon the, that was the, on the island, which started a battle. The battle had him shift onto that island. He finished. He was stuck on that island because that's where he appeared when the battle finished. Yep. So he had. I assume you had to start another battle on another with another Pokemon. On exactly. With which means you could island hop if you wanted to. That's exactly what I was doing. I was island hopping into areas I, I shouldn't have been in. I was I, falling off of. Cliffs. I had level twenty Pokemon, well, I and I got to an area that had level fifty Pokemon, and I caught a Leafeon that was a Terrasla a Terrasla's Leafeon, and I'm like, those are guaranteed uh, catches, right? No, no, no. In I'm the, talking about the dens. In the dens, yes, the dens, but the ones yes. out in the wild, no. Oh no, dude. I ended up in an area of the uh, the ice caves with a fucking Luke's terrestrialized Lucario. Mm-hmm. He swept my team down to one, and I limped to tap him to fucking knock him out enough, and I caught him. There's an ice type fucking Lucario, and I'm like, oh my god! I didn't realize his level. I wasn't looking. Oh yeah. So I caught him. I'm like, why was this so fucking hard? I'm like, level seventy five. Oh fuck me! That's why. Those ones that's uh, that happened to me a couple of times because I was just I was in an area I shouldn't have been in. And then I tried to go after one of the Titans that I was not ready for. Oh, like I went, I went after uh, the Donfin. Yeah. Great uh, Titan. Oh my God. That motherfucker. I didn't realize how hard he hit because they don't put levels on them. So like I went into that fight. like, uh, oh. Yeah, they do. It's just that you don't really notice because you're just too busy looking at the giant fucking monster. Yeah. Like the, the, the Dozo. Because it's the, the, the life, life bar, bar is most is. of the screen with him in yeah. it. So you don't look at the level. My yeah, favorite was the Dunzo, just because the f- he. I'm like, oh, I didn't think of him much at first. I'm like, it's just a whisk cash. That's literally what it's he is. It's not a whisk cash. It's no, but that's what he looks like. Right, to me. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought the Orthworm was fucking derpy as shit. Oh I hated God. that Orthworm. Orthworm Titan was just like, why? It has fucking arms. It does. It's got little doo 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 doo. The Titan, I don't think had arms. It does. When I, oh, maybe I just killed the, the Titan, Titan fast arms. enough. Yeah, but I never realized it. I didn't realize until I tried to catch one of the small ones and the thing swung at me and I was like. Fuck this little motherfucker have arms <laughs> like what the fuck? Well, we Earthworm we Jim didn't ask that here. question with Diglett and it's you, way- you got a nickname at Jim now. Oh, oh, okay. I have one. I have, Wiglet Wug Trio. Anybody know what the fuck a Wug is? Because I sure as fuck noted. Like Jesus it's, Christ, is is it a? It, the Wug Trio is a New Jersey Shore rock with a bunch of condoms sticking out. Here's- <laughs> <laughs> Here's my problem with that one is that why did you put Diglett in and Wiglet in, but you didn't put in um, the fucking what's the Tentacruel, but you put in Toadcruel. Do you yeah, see what I'm saying? They like, could why have put did tentacruel, you Tentacruel and Tentacruel in there? They just you know why? No, we don't know. We won't know until later. So remember. Pokemon Home won't be compatible with it until springtime, which is a long-ass time for people to be waiting, because most people are probably already done with the game now. Yeah, the the first t- the tournament just happened this weekend. Yeah, yeah the birth the birth season battle has begun. So. Not season battle, the first actual like tournament has started. You have to imagine that they're going to allow you to have fucking uh, um, the Hisuian... That's what you say, right? Yeah, Hisuian. Yeah. yeah, those Pokemon should be able to be ported over. They likely will be. I think every single Pokemon that has a Hisuian form 
is in the game as we speak. Nah, it should yeah. be fine. Though. There's so many. There's so many good things about this game, but like all you keep hearing about is the fucking glitches, the graphics, the fucking. Let's let's not like let's not mince meat here because it, it those are valid criticisms. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not complaining. But when you when when you hear people complaining about it though, like this game is trash, and then they name three things that are valid don't get me wrong they name three things but then there's fifty thousand good things about the game and they're being overlooked because of a glitch and some subpar graphics you know that's what people, like <laughs> that's what people say about bethesda games yeah well no because when i have a problem yeah. with bethesda i don't like bethesda games like <laughs> but you're just letting your bias go about it that's why i've told people like I will. I'm not I, saying, I like. Don't I like about Pokemon. It. I like Pokemon. I'm not uh, Scarlet and Violet. I love those games, but I will not deny that there are serious problems with them, and I don't like the fact that they released the game in that state. But I don't think they released the game in that state. I think they overworked the game, and it's not ready for the hardware that Nintendo has out. I think that's what happened. Well, that's but on that's them, then. right, and they, I'm, and I'm not saying it's not good criticism. Don't take it that way. Same, it's very valid criticism, but. To say that that's the reason you're returning the game when everybody else has pushed through these problems to be able to enjoy, still enjoy the game. We still enjoy it. I still enjoyed it. That's what I'm saying. But enjoyed it more but than Sword to be, to be like, I enjoyed to be way like, fucking more than Sword and Shield. Well, I, I was going to say this. Scarlet and Violet, even with those flaws, right. is what Sword and Shield should have been. Oh, 100%. I agree. Absolutely, but it took them fucking three generations of games for them to fucking do that. Okay, uh, but that's I, what. I'm, but but you see what I'm saying though? It's like people are like, "This game is unplayable," and it's all these influencers making a big deal. But what are they still doing? They're still on their streams playing the fucking game and telling people that they should need to return their copies. Um, same thing with Why? Bethesda games. Same thing with Sonic Boo, which also had the problem that you just mentioned. the The engine that they worked on was not compatible. With the with, system, with, with the system, and yeah. they still trying to make it work. And look at it; it's a complete fucking dumpster fire. This is the first well, situation look. that has happened either. Um, fucking developers are getting really pissed off at Microsoft right now mm-hmm. because the Series S, the Series S, is their budget model that they're trying to push out for Christmas so people can get into the and then get Xbox. and then get rid of it. And they're trying to get rid, but at the same time, the developers are telling them we don't want to fucking develop for this because the hardware is shit. Yep. We'll do it for the Series X because that's got a better intern, that's got a better internal. But it's like, we, we can't do that. We can't have two separate tiers for people when it comes to gaming. because then Especially right now, because you can't find like PS5 disc versions or Xbox Series Xs. Right. You can find the S's and the digital versions everywhere. Yeah, they're fucking everywhere. Nobody well, I take that those. back. The, the PS5 disc versions you can find now. So don't take that as scalpers are still winning. Because yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're, they're rare. <laughs> the damage has long been done. Yeah. yeah. Just, you heard about what happened with the, uh, what was it, the, the GTXs? Yeah, I put that and put them in the thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of people with the 4080s who are trying to pawn them off now because they realize this, they're just fucked. And, and and NVIDIA over, like, sold them at a higher price oh, knowing that the scalpers God. were going to try to get them and sell them and they can't sell them now. Well, hysterical. that's your problem. <laughs> it's fun to watch them get get fucking hoisted. There's yeah. a, they're, they're flipping something and making money on it, and then there's predatory bullshit like that. And we, mm-hmm. we've always railed against that shit. That article, actually, there's an article on that, too, and that'll be in the Discord, so yeah. keep an eye out for that one. <laughs> All right, you're free to go, friend. Go, go, Nat. You're free to go. <laughs> Go get you, go, go that actually woke me up a little bit, unfortunately. Oh, did you? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> nice. Well, you can, you can just crash on the, on the way back. Yeah, that's what I'll probably do. You can still rant about Pokemon. 
I mean, I, I really enjoy this game. And like I said, I, I don't know if did I say it on stream? I think I did at the beginning of the podcast where my um, Elgato capture card is making it run smoother on my computer. Yeah, but I'm still playing it on the handheld. And it doesn't. Do you prefer the handheld graphical... when playing it, or do you prefer on the big screen? Handheld. Okay, same. same handheld. Yeah. It, because it feels there's nothing sure that way. Right. Because no, nothing I'm just too lazy to get my ass off my fucking bed and put it on the damn dock. Same difference. <laughs> yeah, but it to me it's more nostalgic to play it handheld because yeah, we it feels like the three DS. Yeah. No, for me it feels like I'm playing the Game Boy. Well, right. Yeah. But a bigger like whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, no, I prefer handheld. Which the only is what reason, I want to The only reason day, I play actually. it on the dock, and I don't even play it like on a full screen, I bought a smaller monitor, a gaming monitor, a 22-inch Spectre, and that's what I'm playing it on. So I'm not even playing it on a 50-inch TV. I'm only pay- playing it on a 22-inch monitor. So it's still not the full-blown, like... I mean, I did play it on the 50-inch, but... Right. I, mean, I, on, I, I did play it on my 72 as well. Yeah. I, I wanted to see what it looked I, like. I like... like yeah. I'm not disappointed. I yeah. played it on my handheld screen. Yeah, I like playing it portable. But to me, like the graphical issues, I've never been a graphics guy. Like, I will I comment on the graphics look horrendous. awesome? The reason why I take shots in it is because glitched, it glitched, is... Glitched background that characters, doesn't that doesn't bother me. If it's like with, with Orlando, I'd be justifiably pissed. Six fucking crashes. Crashes, Fuck yes. That that's different than graphical that issues. Is, that is that's a crashes. Issue. Right. No, I agree no, with that one. I but I like I said, I haven't had frame rate, unless it's like unless it's we're getting to like NES levels where you're trying to move through the water levels in Mega Man Two. Like yeah. it's that bad. I'm like, I'm not gonna give a shit. Your character moves smoothly. It's the background characters that have the issue. Well, and kind of, and I will I will I will also throw this out there that when you start a battle and end a battle, it kind of slows down a bit. But when you initially go into a battle, it depends on how it drops you because it shifts the camera, which you can fix by shifting the camera. And then it removes that whatever graphical issue you're having at that point. I don't know about you guys, but, but I'm constantly rotating the camera oh, yeah. around anyways because it's a fucking open world. The game. only time mm-hmm. I did that was when I was using my gimme ghoul in battle because for whatever reason, when you can press the right trigger on your uh, on your Switch to have it set to dynamic mode. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like it's a regular Pokemon battle from previous games. Right. Um, but... The problem is, Gimme Ghoul is so damn small that you can't really see him. Fuck that little guy. <laughs> so it's like, you motherfucker, fine, I'll move the camera. I cannot tell you how much I hate, hate the tiny Pokemon and the way that they're sized. None, and I know we, we always make fun of how the gigantic Pokemon are not sized correctly. Yeah. And I get that. But I fucking cannot stand not being able to see uh, Fungus and fucking Snoms and fucking... Olives. <laughs> My annoyings are camouflage more than uh, more than the size problem because every oh, yeah. time I'm running down the uh, the grassy areas and if deerling are nearby, they blend so well that I can't see them. So I'm always hitting them. Fuck it, deerling. Yep, that Get one the too. fuck out of here. And the only reason I hate that is because you can only zoom in one time, and it doesn't zoom all the way in. So you don't you don't even have like an option to be like, oh, I can see that. No, fuck off. Like, <laughs> that's the only issue. That's the issue. That's one of my issues with being, not being able to see Pokemon. But whatever. One I of the Pokemon that I really want to do it. is uh, want to catch is a shiny version of is is a they introduced a dung beetle Pokemon. I have one what of them. I don't, I don't know. Remember. I, I it is going to be a while before I learn every fucking Pokemon's name. Dude, in this they have gen. so many this gen. Yeah, they it's introduced like over 100 Pokemon this gen. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion... Good. Yeah, I'm glad that they went hard. 
if you're gonna if you're gonna reduce again my another issue for me the same as gen 8 fact that they have to filter out pokemon fine but at least they introduced over 100 pokemon this generation so it's like all right i'm not i'm not happy that you continue to here's what i'm worried about and i don't know if you've noticed it but remember our pavilion hunts that we would do yeah oh my god are they gonna do that again because i caught all the different seasons of deerlings I caught every single one of them. <laughs> well, those are in, yeah, but Vivalons are based by the country that you live in, right? But I wonder if that Pokeball one will be transferable. Yeah, the, the special edition Pokeball. Yeah, so do I. Well, I you have better like do it while you still can, because that's that's from X and Y, and the, oh, it's already in home. Uh, I already have it in home. Oh, okay, so you should be able to transfer it just yeah, fine. fine. I, dude, I I did that a while ago. <laughs> oh, I don't have it anymore because that was from that was on my old Pokemon Y. I understand. I do still have Pokemon, um, I think on my Auras I have? No, uh, uh, son, my son copy. Um, all, of my, all of my old copies have been wiped, so I can restart the game. I mean, at, at some yeah. point it's just not worth it, unless you're going to play them as self-contained games. Why not, if you're going to do the what, challenges. Yeah. Right, yeah. if you're going to do that. Um, but yeah, that... Um, oh, solid 7, 6.5 out of 10 for the game right now. If once they start patching shit and getting things more smoothed out and oh more... my god he does evolve he's called Rel- Reller <laughs> and um and he turns into Rabska the hell are you talking about the, the dung beetle the dung beetle oh okay well I, I, anyway he, he puts he the sh- dung over his head yeah <laughs> it's a psychic ball of shit is it yes Where's it's a psychic, psychic ball of shit bug psychic yeah. but the ba- but the baby form <laughs> the baby form. It's replaced with solid gold. That's pretty funny. Yep. I want I want it so badly. I'm I'm making it a point now to not catch any fucking shinies. How about you? What are you getting? I'm not doing it. I'm giving it a six point five out of ten for the moment. With with the crashing issues. Yeah, that's fair. Seven and a half. How about yeah. you? Yeah. My Once, score will remain the same even after all the changes in honesty, because I that's how I played it initially. It's not going to change my opinion if uh, if if the issues are addressed or with DLC. All right, so where are you at? So we're looking at six at least. Okay, so we're all within range of each other by yeah. like a point and a half. Seven, seven, seven and a half. If you fix the crashing issues and the graphical issues and you add a national Pokedex. Or at the very least expand the roster with, with the... Uh, with uh, with Pokemon Home when that becomes available in the springtime. Yeah, I would prefer a national Pokedex though, and well, a way to, and, a, and a way yeah, and a way to catch those Pokemon. Well, geez, our friend Big Ben, he already fucking completed the basic Pokedex. It's not hard. It's just four hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's four hundred. But it's and there's like, all, there's very little between the two games that are exclusive, quote well, unquote. He does too. So. It's just games, so he has a bit more. Yeah, I don't know. Like if yeah. if you if if you add all that, I can give it an eight. A Fair solid enough. eight. But I agree with Orlando because of everything else. It's smart for you to lay stakes and be like, this is the bridge no further. This is the grade I'm giving it regardless of what they add to it. Because, yeah. because it you is- should be able... This is for you and something you and I have said for countless times. The fact that they believe that they can make the game better later rather than just putting out a fully-fledged product is bullshit. But I see... This is, there's no excuse. Honestly, it is the biggest franchise on the planet. I think and they, if we don't they tried, get, though. I really do think they tried. I don't and care just, if you. Yeah. I don't care if you tried. You no excuse. You are the highest profiting IP on the planet. It's because nothing of else comes close. Sales. I don't care. 
I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you're able to make high quality plushies, you can make a high quality game. That's a different thing, but okay. I'm saying you have the money for it. I, yeah. yeah. You have the money. You have the resources. You're, you're where also, you can make you're it also done. in the Asian market where they use sweatshop labor. So, I mean, that, that is its own special. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about that, especially with what's going on in China right now. Oh, fuck my life. All right. Wait, I go, no, cause no. Because it's, it's Foxconn and it's fucking Apple. Uh, oh, no. They're attacking you. They're attacking you where no, you live. No, they're not attacking me. They're attacking your balls, man. I, Dude, I switched over to a PC. The only reason this thing's still alive is because it's down here. <laughs> I just assume it's like the golden throne is being kept Dude, alive by yeah, working I, technology. I don't fucking know how it's still working. I'm really not going to argue. I'm glad it's still working. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, now we move to the very last Chonkysaurus. That would be the aftermath of MTG, MTG Anniversary 30. Oh my Oof. god, it's so good. Uh, There's so much shit and this there. And Orlando could get a kick out of this, with the whole, though he doesn't know the YouTuber himself. Um, in their desperation to try and get any kind of goodwill for this bullshit, they tried to reach out to other well, card well, games. Explain, explain what the Magic, is, Magic 30 is because it's been a while and yeah, we might right. have new people. <laughs> so, Magic 30 is a homesick abortion that was birthed out by somebody who just didn't understand the, 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 the temperature and greed. atmosphere of the room. Greed. Oh, yeah, oh 100%. Birth from greed. But the, the, especially because in response to that, you, you saw what happened, right? Oh, the flood of greed. Yeah, they just posted pictures of pot of greed, (laughs) fucking horde of greed, greed the greed the actual card. Every card from Magic and other games got posted out about that. Just oh, not to mention they shut down card. um... Oh yeah, card uh, card card atlas. No, fuck Uh, the place everybody was going for proxies. Yes, it's a proxy place. I'm trying to remember the name of it. I'm saying this because I have a YouTuber friend. Who actually did an interview with him? I don't know if she ever posted that interview though. She says she's gonna do it on Wednesday, but I don't know if she ever had an opportunity to. It's uh, the guy's name. Hang on, just give me a second. I can't remember. Fucking card something. Not Card Kingdom. No, it's card. not. Card. It's um. I'm not crazy. Here at the round table, we do not condone being crazy. We do, however, find it hilarious. Card. Oh, fuck. Why can't I think of it? Oh, I. Oh, can I talk to her on fucking on Messenger? That's why. I'm like, why am I not finding this? But I chatted with her beforehand. There she is. Um, card Conjurer. That's it. Yeah. So she's actually uh, Kyle Burton is the creator is the owner of Card Conjurer, and she actually interviewed him. Hopefully, she puts it up. Uh, her channel's called uh, Triple Mango Threat. Hopefully, she will. Um, but I also talked to one of my proxy friends. I'm not going to name him because I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, apparently there was actually uh, something going on in the background about that. So he, I, when I asked him about it, I said, now you should be fine. I chatted with uh, my my uh, uh, printer about it. The company that sent Car Conjure the cease and desist is the same one that tried to take down uh, uh, my printer like a year ago. He changed some stuff and was able to stay up. The determining factor is that on, that's on Car Conjurer he had removed the Watsi copyright info and replaced it with his website URL. And then on top of that, there were some places on Reddit showing how to remove Watsi copyright info and then run prints through MPC. Uh, this is why all of my cards and the ones from my, my printer have the Watsi copyright info on them, 
seems that's the one big thing they give a shit about. And I think that's what happened with Card Conjurer. Again, I don't okay. know this for concrete. This is what he's telling me that he's heard from the grapevine. He's a proxy creator, so they have a better bellwether on that. Yeah, but at that point, if you want to stay open as Card Conjurer, just fucking put their copyright back on. Well, it's the same scenario with us, where all we really needed to do with our, our starting music was just make sure he was credited. Which we, we were credited. He was credited. It wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't credited in the thumbnail, was he? He didn't need to be credited in the thumbnail. We just had to credit him. Okay. He was credited, and then they changed and his, like... Changed it. Yeah, he changed it. Yeah, he changed him. his service shit. Fuck him, then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it sounds like a logistic. It sounds like a a, a fine. It sounds like a red tape issue that he that he just that, that the guy just fucking sidestepped. But maybe he'll elaborate more on the interview. Maybe it'll be exactly what we just said. Um, so that happened shortly after that. Again, bad timing considering what happened with MTG thirty thirtieth anniversary, which is them reprinting beta as a collector's edition like they did before, but making it a thousand dollars for four packs instead of a complete set. random pack. Random packs randomized pack so going with that they ended up going through with it uh the actual uh buy date was tuesday or wednesday i believe and it was up for 35 minutes that was it 40 40 it was no 40 minutes it was 40 minutes 40 minutes yeah though they were supposed to i think it was supposed to have a full 24 cycle wasn't it yeah yeah it didn't last that long <laughs> um now, we're dealing in speculation at this point. The numbers that we've been given by YouTube personalities, I don't know if that's concrete. The information was leaked from other sources. Supposedly, their range was supposed to be 11,000 12. orders. 12,000 orders. They only managed to muster a little over 1,100 orders in the, 30, Nin- in the 40 minutes. 1,900. 1,936. Just under 2,000. Which is sold. not enough to justify. World, 2,000 worldwide. Right. Worldwide. <laughs> Which means that they one of two things occurred. Either they realized they weren't getting the traffic they were supposed to, and theories state that people weren't having any issues getting into the portal and buying through a scaled fast to actually um, buy the sh- product, so there wasn't a crash issue. This just was Here's... patently fucking, <laughs> allegedly, patently rejected by the market. Well, here's the, here's the other issue, too. I don't know if anybody caught on to it, but... The MTG uh, event, the um, the fuck was it called? MTG thirty. The one at the one in Las the, Vegas. The one in Vegas. Yeah. They sold a VIP thousand dollar package, and they gave away four of those packs. But it got you VIP access right. at the convention. And it was so they a thousand to get that fucking VIP package. Right, which is fine. Which is called Black Lotus tier because that's not fucking on the nose. Right. Which is fine because they sold you an experience. You weren't just buying the, the cards. So in my opinion, they were paying. You paid less for those four packs of cards that they just gave away to people. The problem with it is is that, that I don't know if that VIP ticket also gave you access to the shit on the like the commander area. Because what I it heard did. was, okay, well then it that's did. fine. You had oh. full, at the Black Lotus tier, you had full access. Because oh, yeah. they yeah. made other people pay to get into Commander, and it right. was completely fucking empty. I think Black Lotus also got free event passes. Like shocked. you could, if you bought the thing, you got into like tournaments and stuff for free. Yeah, so. we talked about it before. Um, I mean, but, look it up. Fuck. Yeah. So it rolled out. Everything went, and they ended up posting something ominous, basically saying that the sale has concluded. Um, talk to customer service if you had any issues. Thank you for joining us. People were very skeptical of this because no one says concluded when it comes to that stuff unless they're stating it, they're ceasing it. 
when they're saying something like that, when something is done, like they've sold through shit, usually that means that they they would say the sale is over, or they mm-hmm. say, you know, we have sold out on this product, and they did not say that. And from what's being said, if they had twelve thousand available, and they only sold a little okay. over ten percent of that, oh, you didn't even have to pay a thousand. Hold on, uh, the Black Lotus VIP was only seven hundred. You okay. got a weekend bitch. Well, you they gave away thousand dollar packs according to them. They're not worth, dude. The no, problem with it is this is not worth a thousand. Uh, you got a weekend badge and lanyard, four event promo cards, arcane signet foil etched, Richard Garfield PhD promo card, two mystery boosters, three Dominaria collector boosters, three Commander Legend draft boosters, two Modern Horizon draft boosters, four Commander promo cards, Soul Ring, traditional foil. Exclusive Commander Playmat, Exclusive Magic 30 Playmat, Exclusive Deck Box and Sleeves, Secret Lair Little Girl, Little Geary, sorry, uh, Timbaku 2 Planeswalker Backpack, One Commander On Demand Event, Exclusive Friday Night Unfinity Event with Mark Rosewater, Command Zone Access All Weekend, Complimentary Entry to One Crimson Anniversary Night Party, Access to VIP Lounge and 10% Off on event exclusive merchandise. It's a lot. It's absolutely a lot. Wait, you don't get to hold on. You had to pay an extra. How did you get the? I think it was part of the, I think it was part of the swag. Yeah. That's what people were saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, whatever. But yeah, you paid seven hundred dollars, and they quote unquote gave you thousand dollar random packs. So the the you also could buy a virtual. Uh, a virtual, uh, what do they call it, convention box on Secret Lair. Yeah. Um, which effectively came with the same shit, though the Philadelphia one has a different uh, Secret Lair. It's got cats on it instead of the Onigiri, um, which is fine because there's some cards in there that are actually worth getting. Um, and then the mystery, and then the convention mo- mystery bo- booster box and all that other shit. And yeah. Random commander decks, a bunch of other shit, plus the playmat, the deck box for like 250. 15, 240, I think. Whatever. People paid a lot of money and they fucked it up anyway. Well, they did, but we already talked about that too. So, yeah. um, one of the major headaches that was going on is they were trying to reach out to, to MTG creators to try and promote Magic 30, and they couldn't because every single fucking Magic content creator said, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly. In videos, in probably email correspondence, they said, we do not want to have anything to do with this. This is poisonous. When, when Rudy, who will open fucking anything on, on TV, or, or on TV, on, on YouTube, YouTube yeah. fucking says, I am not going anywhere near this. I don't want people to send it to me. I don't want to pay. I'm not going to pay anybody for this shit. It's garbage. What, when a person of that caliber who has a goddamn warehouse full of old magic shit says, I'm not dealing with this bullshit, and is... Fucking patently reaching out to the to people and saying, "Look, I know you people fucking hate me, but I don't want to do. I don't want anything to do with this shit." There is not a person left, right, or center who basically reached out and be like, "I'm totally gonna buy this." And except 19- for one person. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> and that that was outside of the community. Yeah, they started reaching out to the outside of the community. Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh. I'm sure they reached out to Card Fight, Vanguard, and other Bushi Road things. Anybody to open the shit, and they managed to wrangle one person. Who unfortunately didn't realize the scope of what he was doing, so he got the uh, got the product, signed the contract, and opened it. To be fair, and okay, he didn't pull so, shit, but right. he opened it. Yeah. 
So the poke, one of the Pokemon people they went after was Lionheart. And if you know Lionheart, he was the guy that caught uh, Collectibles Guru with the Logan Paul starter base box. He's a known person. He, by his own words, said Watsy offered a significant amount of money and he turned it down. Yeah. So just to, just to be clear, people still do have morals. Paul from Team APS they were offered the same thing and they also turned it down after doing research. So yeah, I mean, some people want to be influencers, but they don't, they don't want to look into things and they don't care about anything but that dollar amount coming in. And this guy learned the hard way. So, oh, well, I mean, he doesn't deserve death threats. Like, let's be clear about that. He doesn't deserve that bullshit, but the guy's name is Ruxin 34. He's apparently a prolific Yu-Gi-Oh card box opener. People, he's well known, except for Orlando. Yeah, um, I know nothing. That's fine, but you know a lot of other ones, so it's not missing one. It's not a huge headache. And he, he didn't realize the backlash that was going to happen. Do I feel bad for him? I do. And yeah, even and even 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 Rudy said, "Dude, he didn't need this, this kind of beating." I think you guys, if you wouldn't mind going in his apology video and putting some you know virtual tacos on there, that'd be great. It goes to it. The backlash should go against Watsy, not the creator. Right. They should have even. So. They, it should not. They. If they gave a fuck about their community, which they've proven repeatedly they don't give a shit, and if the, and this should have been the final nail in the coffin as far as I'm concerned for people not giving a fuck, and I'm overjoyed that it only sold 1,900 copies, but understand something, Rudy's correct. Those sh- that shit's going to find its way to the market one way or another. So They have to make they, their money back. If you think about it logically, 1,900 plus copies were sold at $1,000 a piece. They made $2 million in Forty minutes. Yeah, but that's it. That's it. But they, they should have made more if you think about it. But it's it's worse to them on paper. But somebody in that room is going to be like, "We made two million in forty minutes." Somebody's in that room is in that room where they're getting cussed at is going to be like, "Look, I, we still made two million. No, a billion dollar company. They're going to take. They're taking a loss on it, obviously, but they're not taking a loss because that product does not cost a thousand dollars to make. That that box probably costed them." At most ten bucks with the the printed stuff on it. That that, that didn't cost them anything. They're not losing money. Is there really not a publicly traded company? Yes. So in other words, well, no, it's not, they're not a public publicly Hasbro traded company. Is. They're part of Hasbro, which is. So in other words, they have they're to worry a branch about of Hasbro. Now. They have to worry about their investors. Correct. Who may, yeah. Who may be adding pressure to them with their declining. Oh, oh yeah. But Hasbro's already shit in the brick outside of Magic. Magic's the only thing keeping them afloat right now. Well, yeah, because they're all of their Haslab bullshit's been a goddamn joke. Though they though the past few ones they've been doing have actually been sell, have actually been coming coming to fruition. Like they've they've made their money on it. Which again, I don't know why people are fucking doing this. You do understand it's FOMO every time and people wanting to get free shit from Watson. You understand that they you understand that they once that money is given to them it ends up in a fucking bank account where they make interest on that money while it's in escrow. Yeah. Then they make potentially could make the product. It happened with the fucking Unicron thing which they had to extend the Unicron Haslab date out because it wasn't making its fucking budget. People did not want to buy into it but they extended it out another month and a half and then miraculously it made it. It's fucking stupid. I think it's dumb. I think if you can't, if your shit, you can't make shit on your own and you have to crowdfund it as a major fucking company, then you failed. This goes to a point that I've made on my TikTok multiple times of people trying to become famous influencers. 
don't put yourself into fucking debt trying to become some famous person over a company that does not give a shit about you. They will not notice you. They will not give you free shit no matter how many thousands of dollars you spend on them unless they specifically look at you and you miraculously fit whatever agenda that they have to fit in. Yeah, you because they do you not care about you. And right. It's pretty fucking strict. Right. So don't like and and the worst part is is these crack these crack packers or these pack crackers or whatever they are, they're gamblers. Don't you call them ripping shippers? Yeah, ripping yeah. shippers whatever they are. They're they're gamblers. Yeah. They're gamblers and the people buying into them are gamblers. If you are putting yourself in debt and you cannot feed yourself, pay your bills, take care of your family, honestly, seriously, go seek help. Go to one of those gambling places and seek fucking help because this falls in the same category as loot boxes. It's it's gambling. Yeah. And people are getting sucked into this lavish influencer lifestyle along with the gambling rush and don't know how to stop. And you have to stop because... Watsy doesn't care. That's why the product's been released so close together. Yeah. Because they know people are buying it because there's people like that. The only Plain way out. the only way they're going to stop is if it hits their bottom line. Right. And what that has to happen is if I had to if I had to put We used to get a, one rotation, two rotations a year. Yeah. And three set blocks. Right. And that's it. Yeah. And maybe a specialty set for good measure. You've tripled that just this year. Yeah. We also have issues with fire sailing where now Amazon has fire sales that they basically put out all of the shit that they couldn't sell to begin with. Crimson Vow stuff. There, there's, there, you could buy two of each of the commander decks for Crimson Vow for like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. For 80. You can do that with, you can get a full set of new Capenna for under 120. That's insanity. Yeah. Especially with all the price increases, they shot right the fuck back down. And these are the, and the new Capenna stuff. Those come with those little collectors boosters um, demos, I guess. Demo, yeah. It's got and, like two or three cards in it. Yeah, yeah. and fo- a foil and a regular, and sometimes it's a little full art. And that's those decks are really good. All you're, we're getting to the point where the saturation level is so bad. You're creating a tertiary market where people are getting in on the back end of shit and are managing to get into the game. Even cheaper than the people on the front end. It's getting to the point where people are just going to stop buying shit and they're just going to wait until it's fire sale. Yep. And then what fucking happens? Do you think Amazon's going to take? Is going to pick up any of that fucking product if they know nobody's going to buy that shit? And don't even get me started on the set specific jumpstart uh, b- boxes. Under a hundred. Oh my god. They are. Look, the, the, and even the YouTubers have said it. These are literally just reskinned theme boosters that they couldn't fucking convince people to buy. They're not worth it. They're not worth it to even draft with because they're fucking stupid. The the themes that they have in there are redundant. And then they just yeah. released Jumpstart 2022 with new cards that look fucking amazing. And they you could buy a fucking thing of those for 110. Why the fuck would you even buy any of those other things? Wait, you wouldn't. You, don't need you wouldn't to. fucking touch them. It's fucking pointless. They're what's going to end up happening is they're going to create such a fucking backlog and the big box stores. I think they're done. A lot of them have scaled back their fucking quantities of MTG stuff so bad that I go back to places that usually have a surplus. They're they haven't refilled. That shit used to sit on shelves. Yeah, they're not doing it anymore. They don't want to. They're not eating the fucking cost of it anymore. Nope. 
And, and and if and if their vendor comes in to fill up, it's one or two items here and there. They're not doing it. Yeah. It's to them, it's a loss. And they rather spend they rather spend the shelf space on Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh where they know they can sell the shit. And I yep. agree wholeheartedly. Yep, I agree too. And this is coming from a Magic player. I think they should. I think, but this, and that's the positive for me because think of it: big box store stops selling it. It's exclusively to be, at LGS to be fair, and Amazon. So. Watsy is doing what we wanted them to do of flooding the market so people can get into the game cheaper and they undercut the LGSs. They undercut. So now you don't have places to play. You're killing the secondary market by doing all of these stupid stunts like the MTG 30 stuff, which put people on edge because you re-released reserve list cards. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't care either, but they're doing what we want them to do. But at the same time, shooting themselves in the fucking foot there is no reason for them to have released what would have been the world championship decks yeah for a thousand dollars and you don't even get you're not even guaranteed anything good out of it you're you know, guaranteed a randomized pack you know what i can get for that thousand dollars if i wanted to go gold bordered um i can get uh probably one of the cheaper parts of cheaper pieces of power you could buy a collector's edition yeah like the original international and regular collector's edition where they were the square ones, I could do that. Or mm-hmm. I could go and take that thousand dollars and buy Yeah, I could buy like ten fucking gold border guys cradles. Or or hear me out, you can spend the thousand dollars somewhere completely different. <laughs> One of the things that really depressed me, and it was something that even the professor brought up, he's like he did a follow-up video talking about at Magic Thirty, and he said, "I can't, I can't with the professor." <laughs> well, I get it, but this, this is this is more to do with the yeah. the, the, the reality of it. He's like, "I was going to make this funny joke video where you, what would you, what you could do with a thousand dollars? You could buy, you know, playstations and all this." He's like, "But all the comments were fucking depressing. I'd spend it on rent. I'd mm-hmm. pay to get my fuck get medical and get something medically done. Mm-hmm. I'd pay to give my kids a good Christmas." And he's like, "After that one, I was fucking done." I was nauseated. Mm-hmm. This is dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm paraphrasing. The dude doesn't swear in his videos, but like, it is. It's fucking stupid. And I rewatched that fucking the, the announcement video with that old lady and that dude. You know, we need to do something really big, super big. You know, this gigantic thing. It's like, yeah, it's a gigantic piss in the eye of anybody who ever played your game for more than a handful of years. You know what I've they should have done? The, I've been playing since It the sounds dark. terrible. They should have re-released the old beta collector sets. Like when they sold them for like a hundred bucks, but sold them at like a $200 price point. Like that would have been... kept them squared off. Because again, yeah. you have to understand, anybody who's been, who's followed the reserve list, because there's a bunch of collectors who do, Rosewater said in 2017, we, because people asked, hey, I want to build a cube. I don't care what the cards look like. I'm building my own personal cube. Could you release the you know the reserve list cards in a cube? And he said, we will not, in original size, even with gold border or gold backing, remake the reserve list. And they did. And he fucking did. Mm-hmm. Even if it was even if it's 1900 fucking copies they sold, but that's still 1900 okay. copies of cards in the market. So here's here's my thinking. What if they really wanted to do it? And you have all of these fans and you have people that want to get the power nine and you want to do whatever. Re-release beta with the 30th anniversary backs in a $200 box. And then that's it too. Yeah. And if you wanted to, you can make them random. Yeah. And then flood the market with them. The thing with it is, is there's no faith in it anymore. No, they don't trust them. Why Mm -hmm. would they? 
You were, these people are no longer dealing the way that a company should be dealing with. You should be fostering. They are leveraging the faith that their that 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 their customers have had in them since I feel the like, beginning of the fucking game, yeah. and it's not there anymore. I feel like they're being run by one of those companies that just comes into a company, pumps as much money and gets as much money out of it, and then watches it crash. Yeah, because they, and that's what they, it feels like. Go, and they that's just what it feels parachute like. Parachute to another fucking place and do the yeah. same thing. Yep. They're 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 harbingers. They don't give a fuck about the longevity that's what it of feels the fucking like. bullshit that they're doing. Like what and the guy's name is Cox, because why not go fucking yeah. hard in that name? Like what happened with TSR and and Watsi? Right. Like that whole thing. Like same thing. The, the lady came in, ran that shit into the ground, and then sold it off. Like okay. I mean that's what it feels like. But I don't know if they're gonna sell it off because like like we said earlier, Watsi is a good portion of Hasbro's income. So. Uh, right, and the problem with it is, is that 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 golden goose is going to stop laying eggs eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you have fucked the you trust have to, of the people. We also have to remember that Watsi is D and D too. There is a portion of people that don't play Magic that just play D and D. Like we can't forget those people, but they've been shitting the brick over there too. Well, the best part of that is, is the crossover on that's even bigger, a bigger shitstorm yeah. because the fucking Adventures in the Forgotten Realms collectors booster boxes are under one hundred and fifty for a full booster box. Yeah. Do you have any idea how much of a fucking dump at stock that is for anybody who is flip- holding that for fucking value? Yeah. It'll take five to ten years before that shit accumulates to even getting back to where it was. Yeah. Those are $200 things for those collector's booster boxes. I know this because I bought the fucking things before. I bought the goddamn Kamigawa one. There was a lot of stuff in it. I bought no, the fucking Brothers War one because it's just gorgeous. And holy fuck, the serialized cards are minimum... Five hundred dollars, and the Transformer shattered glass foils are starting anywhere between five hundred to a thousand dollars, and they're all fucking mythic. But yeah, it's fucking stupid. So yeah, they they fucked up, and they've been fucking up because those uh, those convention in a box things. um, People are saying there've been issues, and some uh, one person got theirs in, and they did not have their booster box of uh, mystery boosters. <laughs> and you know what they did? They reached out to them, and they sent them three mystery booster packs. Instead of boxes? They owed them a box. They only gave them three packs. Wow. I'm like, you could tell tell someone to go fuck themselves without saying go fuck yourself. Yeah. No sexy here. Just, just fuck yourself. God. You... If the objective at the end of the day is to completely destroy the IP and then just walk it in a vault somewhere where they don't have to think about it, they're on their fucking way. And that to me is fucking extraordinary. Maybe they're just trying to destroy the company. Maybe that at the end of the day, that's what Chris Cox is coming in. Lead it for money, let it die on the side of the road, and then move the fuck on. Maybe maybe it's lived it's lived too long. Maybe he's trying to ensure that that they're still that they're he's the destruction before the rebirth. I don't know. Uh, th- uh, that, that's you're fucking, gonna have to if you keep destroying it you're gonna have to do a lot to bring it back I, that, that's a trust issue that has more to do yeah. with that than anything else ah fuck it's fighting me what are you doing there we go it, 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 it needs it, it needs some Viagra anyway <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah it's been a classic disaster um Secret layers are getting pushed back, which is sad because I bought a couple of them and there's another one coming out that's a Transformers one that looks fucking awesome that one's gonna be a fucking headache I, I don't know anymore. I just, and with fucking jumpstart 2022, I'm just not interested. New Phyrexia might be the last fucking set I grab for. I Even with all the zero brothers war. It's zero. good shit. 
<laughs> if you need any singles, let me know. I'll I'll just trade you for them or fucking. I honestly have not looked at them. They're pretty good. Good shit. Yeah. The the retro frame of artifacts with the schematics, they're gorgeous, and they're relatively cheap. It's good stuff. Especially because once I open my collector's booster box, I'm sure there'll be so shit. I'll, I'll just send you pictures. You can if there's something yeah, you want. Right. Nah. <laughs> not worried about it. Yeah, I'm literally I'm literally sticking to. I might dump the re- I might just give you the rest of my shit that I got like in that box over there, the bulk. <laughs> if you want to, because like honestly, like just sticking to the the precons, the pre-cons. and just being done with it. Yeah. Hey, dude, whatever's clever. And then if I need something, I'll just fucking proxy it or I'll buy a single for it. Like, there's nothing. Well, yeah, but just basically keep it under a dollar. If it's a dollar or less, just buy it there. If not, if it's like fucking five bucks, just proxy it. Fuck them. Build a a fucking cube for yourself. That's what you do. Proxy cube. Honestly, that's what I wanted to do. Well, you like drafting. I have an actual cube. I have it with real cards, but it's a pauper cube. And I have it sleeved up and everything with lands. Pauper's not bad. I want to try pauper EDH at some point. Easy to do. I think it looks fun. Get you an uncommon creature and then sla- strap a bunch of common shit to it. Any uncommon creature doesn't have to be legendary. Mm. I keep mine legendary because I occasionally will play them in regular EDH just for funsies. Yeah. I have one that I played that actually went pretty far before it got fucking BTFO'd. <laughs> it was a creature token deck, but it no, happens. Okay, yeah. But yeah, it was. I have a blast playing it. And if I can get. That's what we always said. Play the fucking game you want to play. Yep. The, the issue that I have is, is we've gotten to the point where it's so bureaucratic and there's so many fucking strings attached. We have rules committees on top of rules committees doing all this fucking shit. And at the end of the day, play KTM, play kitchen table magic, because at the end of the day, you should be having fun with this shit. And, the, and, and as far as I'm concerned, the financial value is fucking tertiary. Unless you're going hard as a, as a collector to you know flip this shit for a retirement fund. Why? Why? Enjoy the game. Yep. Play it's the fucking worth game. Like, the secondary market's not even worth it. You have to hold on to shit for so long before, and then you hope it doesn't get banned, like Hull Breacher or fucking Braids or whatever. Or it fucking just shits the brick on the fucking price. The only reason Hull Breacher is holding any prices is it's still being played in Legacy. Yeah. But That's even then, it's only like 10 bucks. Right. It's, yeah. not, it, it's not anywhere near where it was. It was sitting at like 30 or 40. Yeah. Because Commander was playing it. and Because Commander was the center stage for a while, and it was from a Commander set. Yeah. I don't all know, right. man. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm starting to like fucking pass out. And plus, I want to take <laughs> my muscle relaxer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anything that we've talked about today will be uh, in the Discord. Uh, the way to get access to the Discord is to um, get a f- the $5 membership tier on the Kofi. It's in the Beacons link on this episode. So go in there, check out all the links, Twitter. Uh, my Instagram, the TikTok, the YouTube channel. You can listen to the podcast through there too, if you really wanted to. But um, yeah, go on, subscribe. All the all these links will be in the show notes section of the Discord channel. And uh, we hope to see you there. And as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourself.